Hi everyone, this is Jorge. And this is Michael. Hi, before uh, we start with our season 2 premiere... Oh my god, wow. Um, we just want to give a quick disclaimer. There were some technical difficulties mm-hmm. yeah. with some audio files exporting. Yeah, we had a, a big fun evening trying to recover some lost files. Um, so for the second half of the episode... I mean, long story short, we basically lost half of our guest's microphone feed. But I think we did the best we could with what we had. Yes. Uh, this is still a very good episode and, and enjoyable. And there's lots of, of juicy tea in this episode for you all from our guests. So mm-hmm. we hope you still enjoy. Yes. Uh, we made sure like all everything is still very, we think, very listenable and enjoyable. And we... We actually, this is one of our favorite episodes, so we hope you really enjoy it. We just want to make, uh, you know, if, if, if our guest sounds a bit distant uh, in the in, in the later parts, it's not because he was walking around the apartment. Uh, although you can picture it like that and make it more uh, dramatic and theatrical for you. Uh, so yeah, enjoy the episode, guys. Yeah, let's start the journey of season two. Rachel Berry and Jane Austen Sings! And that's how Sue... This is a song that I wrote for Sam. It's called Shouting Out. Ladies and gentlemen, New Directions. There was a time when I was the biggest star. Nobody recognized me. It's because I'm the Gerber baby. Lizzie Cabisto. Look, you're crazy for not letting me shine. Where's Rachel, huh? Being a part of something special makes you special, right? Hello, and welcome back. Welcome back. To Glee Wind, the podcast where we're now only going to talk about High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> Welcome. That's, uh, that's if the only, new pod. God, if <laughs> only. Uh, I'm Jorge Molina. And I'm Michael Swan. Uh, welcome to a new school year. Wow. Wow. Another it. season of being part of something messy. We'll make you definitely messy. <laughs> um, let's, let's not waste some time and banter because today we, we have, have a, an episode. And we have a, 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 a bit of a special mm-hmm. guest. Um, yeah, we actually have someone who uh, was part of the show. We have Leah Michelle the here. <laughs> <laughs> if, can you imagine? <laughs> the cag. The goopery. Um, no, do you want to... Well, here's my friend, Garrett Greer, and I'm Hello. sure he can give himself a great introduction. Yes, hi, I'm Garrett. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I was... Yeah, your credentials. Yeah, my credentials. Well, I... Because you're like, how did I come to Glee? Uh-huh. It's like the question... You know, I listened to the pod, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I know. Um, yeah, I was... came to Glee in a different way. I came to Glee in a different way than, than a lot of people. I was the uh, second assistant to the president of Fox uh, Network. And when we... When, when the pilot was being made. And I remember... Like, I knew who Ryan Murphy was because I had seen... Um, Nip Tuck was a fan... And, um, uh, we were shooting the Glee pilot and so we were getting cuts in. So I was watching like dailies of that. And then when we got the first, when we got the first cut in, I had to sort of wait to see it. And, um, I remember like, as soon as I was able to get my hands on it, I I was just like, it's, it's a musical. It's a musical. Like, yeah, yes, this is for me. Uh Uh And I watched it so many times. I like took my laptop to work and like ripped the songs. So I was like playing the songs in my car. Um, if I never hear don't stop believing again, um, it will be like too soon. (laughs) Um, literally was on the list of don't play this song at Uh my wedding. Incredible. Um, (laughs) 
and uh, but I but I was upset. It's a shame you should have brought out the Glee cast to perform. Don't yeah, stop believing. Um, but uh, I was I was obsessed, and I then wound up uh, having the opportunity to interview to work on Glee. I was hired as an office PA, and uh, there my my soon to be boss, who was the head of Ryan's production company. Uh, told me even before I started as an office PA, like, oh, you're going to come be my assistant. I just have to get rid of my current assistant so you can come be Mm -hmm. my assistant. Because he was playing politics for sure and was like, oh, he came from the network. I want him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a politician. A politician. (laughs) Brought to you by Netflix. Um, (laughs) And so I started episode two of Glee. If you actually, if you watch the show, the first two seasons, I am in the credits. uh, At the end, assistant to Dante DiLoretto, Garrett Greer, my mom, you know, would take a picture every week and send it to me. But so I, so I started working on the show. Um, Though it's funny, the way I told my parents that I was working on the show was, I went home for Christmas and I... You sang a song. Took, well, no, I took the pilot with me. <laughs> oh, and this was six months before it went. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I took it with me and I showed it to them. And I was like, oh, look at this thing. Because they uh-huh. didn't know I was leaving Fox. Yeah. Um, and I showed it to them and, and they were like, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. sure. That was fine. And then I was like, it's my new job. And they were like... Trying to like gag them. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, what exactly about it? And so I... <laughs> I then, I also had, because um, I had to go back in for another meeting. So I uh, so I had the script um, for episode two, and my mom was like, oh, a script? I want to read a script. Oh. She was like, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, right. And so she's reading it, and at one point she sits up and she goes, is Susan Smith that woman who killed her kids in Texas? And I like thought to myself... Because that joke, the like, you're going to go Susan Smith on those little angels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Terry's sister says, yeah. sailed right over my head. Mm. Yeah. When right. I read it, I was like, right. who's that? I don't know. And my mom said it. And I like was like, oh, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. My mom goes, well, I don't think anyone's going to watch this show. <gasps> That's horrible. And, and she goes, and I was like, well, I don't really think you're part of the, you know. <laughs> she said something about, like, you know, being, like, the silent majority. And I was like, and I was like, mom, I don't think the religious right quite qualifies. And, and she was like, well, we'll see. Um, and then after that episode oh, aired, she, after that episode aired, she, she, and she has completely and totally erased this interaction from her mind. Uh-huh. Um, like didn't happen as far as of she course. is concerned. Um, but so she called me and she was like, well, we watched it and da da da. You know, if you didn't, if you didn't work on this show, I would never watch another episode. <laughs> But, like, they were fans. And honestly, God, I have to say, I am surprised that they continued to watch the show and oh, also told all of their friends. Oh, well, You know, but, like, my name was on screen. Like, that yeah. was the important thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was important. You t- and you said you were there for three seasons. I was so. there for... I was an assistant on the show for two seasons and then was a creative executive at Ryan Murphy TV for, for the year afterwards. Great. So I... I like helped staff the show for season three, which was the first season that they had um, a room, that a writer's room. The three of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just the three of them, which actually, like, so listening to the show. Oh, is this I, the introduction? This of is your the introduction. I, yeah. I created a segment for myself <laughs> because actually, as I've been listening to the podcast, I've been like, t- basically, we have a whole Twitter conversation, Michael and I, <laughs> that where I'm like, this is the thing. This is what you got wrong. <laughs> actually, so this segment is called "Actually." Yeah. Um, I made a list. So, and 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 not a, not all of them are facts. Some of them are like creative suggestions. Mm-hmm. Like like you know, you're all about Quinn Sadies, and I think that that's a missed opportunity for Merquin. 
Oh, I think yeah. that's really where okay. that is. Okay. I, I just love the Queen Sadie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, like, it's canon. Sure, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so there wasn't a writer's room for the first two seasons. And I know every episode you're like, it was directed by this person and written by this person. But in actuality, the first two seasons are every single episode is written by all three of them. Michael, uh, blah, blah, Ryan, uh, Brad, and Ian. They, they, you know, to use the Passing writer's around room. like a twink and a background well i mean literally it's like that's what <laughs> like, we're gonna go that's what it's called that's what it's called it's that. called gangbanging a script uh-huh. or and then the resulting script is called a franken draft uh-huh. because well, it's written by yeah, everything yeah. so like ian well, I mean, did i was write gonna say that suit. makes sense with the, yeah with the ian writing all of sue's diary. yeah so writing. so that's so that is like for sure true the theatricality f- thing um those episodes were were reversed it wasn't because they were like oh this episode was so expensive to make we want to like put it in a place where it'll get wow. more glee fandom dot wiki or whatever got it wrong i never would have guessed literally it's because that episode was so bad they couldn't put it after the super bowl that means yeah or, or no, no it was post it was the idol finale or post-american idol finale yeah. which so that means super bowl even, <laughs> at the time listeners even they know <laughs> is confirmed trash and jorge is going to actually remember to bleep out Sorry, I forgot yeah, that. I, you did say it and then never did it. Yeah, so. I, I already got called out. <laughs> I am sorry. Uh, um, well, if anyone true. wants to come and edit the podcast, <laughs> and since we're calling you out, and whoop, Shelby Rabara, uh, Harry Shum's uh, wife, uh-huh. is not black. She is Filipina, like a character from tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I still maintain that their babies will be beautiful. Oh, they're. they're I mean. Jeez. Their baby uh, is, beautiful. is beautiful, yeah. But yeah, that's the end of that's the end of uh, that's the end of actually of the right. actual. Like, I mean, I have a whole list of other like gossipy like insider <laughs> yeah, shit. Unfortunately, we can't air though. <laughs> oh no, no no no! I mean, not that stuff. Oh. Other stuff. Other oh, stuff yeah. you can't because I told you all the stuff you can't air already. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna repeat myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get a few actuallys in my DMs uh, this season. Probably. And then I'm going to stop (laughs) because I didn't watch past that. So why would I, why would I continue to do this? Um, But, uh, but yeah, so I was, I was part of the show and I was like friendly with some of the casts and, you know, we made those first 13 episodes like in a vacuum. Yeah. So like they weren't famous. We're all about the same age. So we like, we hung out a lot. So yeah. So I was like really in it. Like I joined Twitter because Naya and Jenna like basically made me. We love that. Um, and it was funny because they would always, like, they would tweet at me and then I would get a thousand emails being like, new followers. <laughs> uh, so the bulk of my Twitter followers are probably still just holdovers from that time. Um, but it's interesting, like, listening to the podcast and you guys are coming at this from a fan perspective, which I loved that pilot and I was, like, deep yeah. in it. But I was deep in it because it was, like, also the thing that was paying me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, like, that's a different kind of, like, dogmatic but attitude. It, but it's also, I'm sure there's something to having a job that you're really passionate about and it seems really cool. And then did you kind of feel like you had the rug pulled out from under you? No, no. I think like, you know, it was, it was a thing where I was, I got to be part of in a very tiny way, this phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, and they literally said it in the, in the, in the, the, the trailer we watched trailer. this season yeah. too. Well, to, but to, but too to to be there and to be around these people who are my age and to see them become yeah. incredibly famous. It taught me it taught me a lesson. I think that you know I think some people in my position 
learn that. And I think some people don't, but the idea that just like proximity to power or proximity to a phenomenon do not a phenomenon make. Like, So are you saying that being a part of something special doesn't necessarily <laughs> make you special? Yeah, actually I am. Wow. wow. Our, our thesis has Fuck been. our podcast. It definitely makes you messy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that much. Yeah. You're yeah. right there. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I, you know, it was interesting. And because the fandom was so rabid and this was kind of the beginning of like really kind of that, that fan conversation between like a, a, a show and you had Twitter. You had yeah. the ability. Yeah, had, well, because I remember part of how I got into Lost was Lost was one of the first shows to be like a sort of online phenomenon mm-hmm. and like yeah. discussion like boards and blah, 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 oh, blah, blah. Yeah. And Glee was only like a couple years after that. So it had intensified even more. Twitter existed. Yeah. Like, and, and it had, and had just sort of started to like yeah. come yeah. on and the Twitter, rise Twitter's, and like Twitter's evolved now. Well, it's and like, not like, like this was just sort of the beginning where they were like, Oh, maybe these actors should tweet about the show yeah, they're exactly. on. Like, yeah, that was that was a question mark of a yeah, thing was, of like, is this worth anyone's time? Remember when time? Mindy Kaling used to just be funny on Twitter? Because that was something. <laughs> yeah, that and happened. this was around when did Scandal premiere? Uh, a little later, a little I think. later. Because yeah. this, I think this was pre-Scandal. Because I know, like, Scandal really was the one that took like the actors tweeting during the show. Oh, yeah, they, it. like, I'm pretty sure it was in um, their contract. Yeah, no, but... Yeah, Scandal, like... I think, premiered after I had, maybe after I had already left Glee. Mm-hmm. I think. But but I remember, like, following the actors from the show and just, because like, having that. a conversation and an engagement with the people. Yeah. Maybe not, like, not necessarily a... I mean, yes, about the show. They would live show, tweet every episode. But it was more, like, well, like, I want to be closer to them. Yeah. And it's, like, the start of ships. And like, oh yeah, I mean, like that existed, but in a way that, but like, in a, in a way that, like, what it became know. more a part of the culture as opposed mm-hmm. to just like part of the internet. Exactly. Yes, and 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 so being in the splash zone for that because of my proximity to the show and and also the cast, like. I had these followers. People were scrutinizing me, just an assistant who was never on camera, whatever. Me and like a friend of mine who was a set PA, like who was socializing with them. Also, like we had people discussing us and i actually wound up on oh no they didn't work oh my god oh my god oh my god i i i used to be an ontd queen watch me have been the one who posted this (laughs) well i i had to i literally like a friend alerted me to this and i was like oh my god please take it down i don't want to lose my job Mm -hmm. because what had happened was i was at the time very you know active on tumblr tumblr og like Tumblr was a moment and um so I had all these followers and things and, and on my Tumblr had links to like the other places. And, and as a type A gay who loves like an aggregated data set, yeah. like I had this, I had this thing called last FM, which tracked your, oh, I, yeah, your yeah, yeah. like iTunes listens mm-hmm. and put them on a website so you could see like what you listen to the most and all of that. And at the time I was listening to the Glee recorded uh-huh. songs months before the episodes were airing. Mm-hmm. And so I wound up, like the the leak of what Madonna songs was me <gasps> because this it was found um like someone someone found my last FM because it was linked to on my Tumblr and went there and saw like oh they're singing this song they're oh singing God. this song Leah's doing this what up there's this mashup and there was an oh no they didn't post and someone was like oh my god so cool you're on oh no they didn't and I was like oh my god this is literally <laughs> the worst news ever I was in an ONTD sub community that 
leaked Lady Gaga's Judas. I wasn't, I wasn't active wow. in the actual leaking. But, girl, wild shit happened on ONTD. Well, I, I basically like, like lost my mind, like, like broke out into like a sweat, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like immediately was like, how do I remove this from the internet? And got stuff taken down, um, but still went to my boss and was like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, it's fine, don't worry. About it. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know how fine it was, but like. I was I was spared yeah. the guillotine. It was. I mean, at, at the end of the day, they were probably like, "Hey, promo." Well, yeah, <laughs> they were probably like, "Yeah, traction." But yeah, so that so it was interesting. And too, I remember at one point, like being on Tumblr and seeing some of these Glee fan tumblers and being like, "This is like the level of of obsession here is like truly insane." Yeah. Oh, it was it was a moment. Well, I tweeted, I tweeted some like Glee fan sites are kind of creepy. And a woman oh, wrote, a, and, and I know this because after the, you know, they didn't think I set a Google alert for my name, uh-huh. um, which I still have, uh, <laughs> though it's never about me. It's about <laughs> a, a paraplegic pro poker player. A woman wrote like a screed about me and was like, was like the fans should, you know, he should know that when he buys a cup of coffee, it's on the backs of the fans. And I wanted to be like, bitch, I am caffeine free and have been for years. Also, does she know fans? how much assistance makes? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, it's not an I should be so lucky yeah. situation. Yeah. So, you know, that was sort of an interesting moment because it was the beginning of that happening in the TV landscape. And then also sort of like being just left of center of it mm-hmm. and watching it happen. Um, you know, it was, it was cool. And I felt, you know, I definitely felt special in that. Like I knew because like I have friends who were big fans of the show and I was like, well, I know what song we're doing. And I would even, I would, I would pull that shit. I would pull that shit with the actors. I'd be like, cause I was close with Jenna and I, I'd be like, Jenna, you're going to get to sing this song. Naya, you're going to get to sing this song. I have to tell Jenna that like twice. (laughs) Jenna, you're not doing anything this week again. I was like, oh, they they canceled your song. Um, (laughs) But I I actually, like one of my greatest like sad moments and regrets, uh, which wasn't my fault. Uh, Someone else made the decision, but like I could have been nominated for an Emmy, you guys. Um, Because I... Because I'd come from the network, I was close with our promotions people, and they wanted to do web. They wanted webisodes to happen, and so I pitched webisodes. Yeah. Um. And my pitch, in part because I was friends with Naya, was we should have. And this was season one, yeah. so you know Naya and Brittany like they're very much side there very much. This season two is the first season they're regulars. regulars. Yeah. yeah. And they actually got to speak and mm-hmm. and stuff. And so in in that first season, and this was after the first thirteen. I basically like I had found uh, I had found sponsors. I had talked to the network. Everything was set. I was like, I'll produce it, whatever. And I basically pitched. These are characters that everyone wants to see more of, mm-hmm. and they are such small parts. So why don't we give them the webisodes? It, and so my thing was like, you know, you could get like some makeup to to sponsor it, and it would be the two of them in the bathroom. Like oh shit talking. God. Yes, that would yeah, be hilarious. Yeah. And it would be great. And instead they were like, no, we're just going to do Sue. And I was like, we're, oh, there's already so much Sue. But they should have done what I said. And if they hadn't at they the time, the bar was real low to be nominated for like a digital Emmy. Yeah. Could have been nominated for an Emmy, you guys. Uh, Almost. Remember those um, Mark and Amanda webisodes from Ugly Betty? Girl, do I? They were... They were iconic. Yeah, it was like iconic. mode after hours <laughs> yeah, mode or something. Hour. And it was like the security camera. Not <laughs> yeah. Legendary. Okay. So c- can you give us a quick fire of our, of our like 
typical, typical questions. questions. Favorite number, favorite guest star, favorite ridiculous oh. plot line. Are you too deep in it? I'm yeah. too deep in it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, There's not even... Is, is there a song you still play? No. I mean, I, I. it's funny. There are definitely songs that I only associate with the show. Mm-hmm. Because there's stuff that like I've never heard the original version of. You know, like I, like I said, I got all of the tracks. I yeah. have... And I, you know, and for the listeners, I already like previewed some of this, like, you know, Michael was talking in, in the finale of season one about how he's like, oh, there were only five seconds of the mashup of you raise me up and magic. I have the full one minute and 11 second track. You guys a powerful, I played it for them before we recorded. We we already heard it. We've transcended. We're going to have a little concert afterwards for the rest of the extras, like the deleted songs that never made it. Like they, they recorded the mashup from uh emma's almost wedding like i could have danced all night and it was supposed to be a thong song but it wound up being i danced all night and bust a move oh. and they didn't shoot it and they didn't record it with cast <laughs> because it was like it's it's uh, a wait they didn't record it so they didn't record it it's just the because what they would always do is they would have they would have session singers do the do the like demo track mm-hmm. and then that was what they would give to the cast yeah. for the cast to be like this is what you're going to sing learn your part yeah then come in and record mm-hmm. it and so, like, I have all of those things, like, mm. you know, that I can never show anyone for fear of potentially being sued. Yeah. No, so you were a perfect guest for a season two premiere because you were in the thick of it. We're excited to just talk about it. Fan versus... Um, insider. Insider. I was a fan for a time. <laughs> no, yeah, fair. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to start talking about it. I guess um, we should we I should mean, jump every, into it. Time? This is our because you know us. We'll we'll go on a tangent. We'll go on a tangent. Um, this episode we are starting season two of Glee. Well, but it's also kind of the second season of Glee. Uh, you took a break. You took yeah. a break. Okay, yeah, we took a break. Do you want to talk a little about? I mean, I just want to mention a little like what happened in the in between season one and season two. Well, they did the first tour. <laughs> yes. Which I don't think was as big as the second one, right? It was more mall tour. It wasn't. Yeah, it was more mall tour. It wasn't as big as the second one. I mean, but it was. It was a thing, and that's why, like, there wasn't a. You know, it's like we watched the the previously on, or this is what just, this is what's going to happen this season, and I think it's like you've been missing this phenomenon. It's like yeah. I didn't miss it because like between seasons for me, this was the was tour. Weird. It was yeah. all of this. There was like, and that was a whole thing actually because the cast was still working. So typically, yeah. a cast on a TV show has time off. Yeah, they didn't yeah, get that didn't. hiatus. No. In, yeah, they work these, and, and too, it's like you're shooting this musical TV show. So it's not just learning your lines and showing up on set. It's like you also have to do the records. You also have to go and do the choreo. Like yeah. there was they these kids were tired. Also, speaking of choreo, just real quick, do you know who Corey? Yeah, Zach Woodley. Um, oh, specifically. <laughs> Uh, vocal adrenaline stuff. Probably Zach. Yeah. Okay. Work. It was I the same. Wanted, he, I just wanted whoever he, that genius is until, to get. Wait until we get to the Glee project episode. Yeah, I mean Zach. Ooh! Yeah, because Zach oh, was Zach on Glee project. Yeah, yeah. Zach. Zach and Brooke were like the the choreography team for the whole for for the whole show. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. So he actually made better dance choreos for vocal <laughs> adrenaline. Well, but this is the thing: is they were the, none of those people were actual singers. Uh-huh. They were hiring just dancers yeah, to, to do, to mime and you know, then play a track over. Yeah. Oh, incredible. Um, we stand. <laughs> I mean, there are no oral intensity. Yeah. Well, but there's, but if you watch, and I don't know how deep he went into the show, but there's a dancer from like Lady Gaga music videos who's part of Vocal Adrenaline. Oh. He's one of the featured dancers in um, the pilot and later on 
Um, he was in a bunch of Lady Gaga things. I recently saw him on tour with Pink, and he gave uh, and he was in like a Betty Who music video. Like oh, he's just like he's a dancer who works mm. all the time, and he was he was a big part of Vocal Adrenaline. I don't remember his name. Well, but yeah, you I'm can Google it. <laughs> uh, so it's a mall tour in between. We also mentioned last. I think it was last episode. Well, all the Emmys that happened I was about to say, between, if, yeah, if this um, is premiering, this is premiering right after the Emmys, so mm-hmm. uh, Leah Michelle has just lost an Emmy. So did Matthew Morris. So did Matthew. So did, Chris was nominated first year, right? Or mm-hmm. am I, that was the only mm-hmm. second year? It was only second. Yeah, Ryan won for directing, which is correct. Yeah. Uh, they, they may have won a couple more for like, probably like some Oh yeah, I mean, potentially, I, I, I don't know if it started happening I don't know if it happened on Glee, but I know, like, I mean, like, Lou Eirich is a goddess who was the costume designer. She she did all of Horror Story and Feud. She does all of Ryan's stuff. She's also, like, a truly wonderful, amazing person. My, my, I think my first or second Halloween with, with my then boyfriend, now husband, we went as Yogi and and Boo Boo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she, and I couldn't find a green tie. And so she was like, Go buy some fabric. I'll make it for you. Mm. Wow. Like truly, the nicest person. And th- there was the, like a young Hollywood assistants like beer pong tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a group of people like support staff at Glee to go participate, and we borrowed Cheerios uniform. <gasps> so like, <laughs> so there's like I'll I'll find the photo and I'll I'll send it to you. Maybe yeah, put it in please. like the show notes or whatever. How that, <laughs> oh, however I however that works. We'll if you it. want, yeah, we would um, love to. But uh, but yeah, there's literally a picture of me and a bunch of other people. Oh, and there's a secondary photo. Small tangent. Sorry. Um, but, uh, I'm we're, getting dragged. <laughs> we're, we're, we were playing me and me and my friend, Mark, who, uh, was one of the office PAs. So Mark and I are playing and Danny, my husband is taking photos. Um, and he takes a picture and this woman, as this woman shoves her way between Mark and I to sort of get past us and is, you're going to die when I tell you what happens. I just can't wait. Um, and she she sort of like says something kind of cunty to him under her breath as she pushes like don't take my picture, and we were just like what the, like we're literally at the bowling alley on Highland whatever uh-huh. that's called, mm-hmm. um, and like at an assistance like thing yeah this like everyone's Michael's like, holding his breath right now <laughs> yeah. so, and I'm so like- later when we looked. When we looked through the photos, we came to this photo, and it's a picture of Mark and I focused on our game, and this blonde woman looking directly no, to camera. No, no, I, I know, I know who it is. I know who it is. January. <laughs> I knew it. I knew I'll, it. I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you that photo too, so you can tweet it. <laughs> I knew Michael it was going to be January. Now part Not of the January. Part, now of, the part Murphy of the Murphy verse. Who's what, here's the tea. We stanuary. So we stanuary. Goodbye. But she's never heard me say yeah, that before. This was before her very famous, much publicized um, hit and run situation. Girl, don't get me started on the Bobby Flay. Well, no, she was there with Bobby <gasps> Flay. One of the potential three fathers. I was about to say, I still want a future Mamma Mia about Xander Jones inviting his three potential fathers, Jason Sudeikis. This is Bobby all I'll Flay, say about that. And- Poor Stephanie March. She deserved better. <laughs> Who's the third? Oh, Matthew Pond. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're leaving um, all this. But no, no, please, you have to. <laughs> but um, but don't get me started on January. Yeah, but so else. wait, where were we <laughs> before? I, we're talking we're about back. We're talking about, we're talking about um, the intermission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it came back with this kind of like 
cultural phenomenon stamp on it. Yes. Um, Where did we end up in the ratings, though? Oh, I'm about to say. So, uh, season two, episode one, audition, premiered September 21st, 2010. So probably either the week before or the week after the Emmy. It's usually a week after, yeah. It's usually a week after. Uh, And it premiered to a 12.45 million people. So I have a funny story about the ratings because, you know, Glee... People weren't sure how it was going to do when it first launched, and it was really it, it did really well. Yeah. Um. So there is a very famous like he's 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 I think he has since retired, but Preston Beckman he was the head of scheduling for uh, Fox, and um he was sort of like I don't know how this is going to do, and um when it did really well, people were like see Preston, um and and he was like well it's no bones, <gasps> and so then. I want to say Kevin Riley, who my former boss gave Ryan a oh, mug. Kevin Riley was your yeah, no shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave he gave Ryan a mug as a gift that said it's no bones. Oh my god, <laughs> I love that. Bones was not a cultural phenomenon. You know, it did really well. It was very solid, yeah. but it wasn't like you know you weren't they weren't doing a mall tour for <laughs> bones guys. Shut up. They weren't selling out arenas. Also- David Boreanaz could never. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's see what, what happens, what goes on in audition. audition. We are written by Ian today, Well, uh, but also uh, as we've learned. Written by literally everyone. (laughs) Uh, directed by Brad. We, we start off with a, here's what you missed last season, which is actually pretty brief. It was like, Quinn had a baby and they lost. Mm Mm-hmm, basically. But then we get Glee's Big Gay Summer, which. Like a mockumentary's piece that. And it's. It's so teasing because I was I was actually both then and now like really into it. Like it's it's funny, it's self-aware. They they drag themselves a bit and they like they play into a lot of the cliches and commentary people had. Ben Israel with Glee's big gay summer with all the Glee club dish you're dying to know. Rachel, how do you respond to rumors you're incredibly difficult to work with? Well, as her boyfriend, I can answer that. We've been dating all summer. Rachel's what you'd call a controllist. I'm controlling. Controllist isn't a word. I'm controlling. Performing is my life. And yes, do I have opinions about it? Does my need to constantly express those opinions annoy my fellow Glee clubbers? Yes. That was out loud, wasn't it? Will Schuster, how do you respond to a recent post on my blog saying your Glee Club song selections sound like they come from a drag queen's iPod? Uh, well, I try to do something for everybody. Uh, 25% show tunes, 25% hip-hop, 25% classic rock. 100% gay. Confirm or deny the rumor that because you knocked up Quinn Fabre, you spent all your summer pool cleaning money on a vasectomy. It's true. It was a responsible thing to do. Is it also true you're suffering from a crippling depression because you're not over Miss Fabre? How has life changed since the birth of your bastard child? Well, I'm happy to be back and I'm ready to start fresh. And I'm a lot less hormonal, so, so there's not really any crying. How was your summer? My eyes are up here, Jufrom. And it was uneventful. People thought I went on vacation, but actually I spent the summer lost in the sewers. What can you say about the rumors the two of you are dating? Because we're both Asian? That's racist. Totally racist. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, it ends on, like, 
shut the fuck up being like don't talk about us yeah fan like you don't have a fucking opinion you're just a troll online it's also very like tina fey reactionary and like kimmy schmidt stuff where it's like yeah yeah no i can see but i'll say this like they weren't paying that much attention to the yeah. commentary like ryan is not someone who's like oh my god there i mean there are because there are showrunners out there who are like what do the fans think uh-huh. oh we can't do that yeah, the fans will hate well, it yeah. like ryan's I not that person were... ryan is going to forge his own path and, and do whatever he wants to him. do i totally. think they were being like we are aware there's conversation happening yeah they may maybe not paying attention to it but i think yeah it's a mean... direct call back to like you guys are talking about us. Yeah. And, like, and, not, and not to call you two out, but like they didn't cast Adina Menzel because the fans were like, oh my God, you should. See, actually it's not over yet. Yeah. No, we actually still it's still happening. Still more on actually. <laughs> actually. Um, I'll call in every week. And I, I was saying to you, I think, I think part of what it is is like the show bends in every which way so quickly that like we grasp at stuff to try and make sense of it all. Like, because we have to build a narrative that makes sense because yeah. the show doesn't necessarily do that. <laughs> yeah. No, we're make, so we're, like, trying you're just to make like, sense behind You're logicing the it. Yeah. yeah. To make sense for the actual narrative. Um, I haven't not done that. So. <laughs> do you want to say just a few quick things of what had happened with the with the people during the summer? During their big um, gay summer? I don't know because all I wrote is Rachel is a legend. <laughs> <laughs> that has not changed at she's, all. She's not a controllist. She's controlling. controlling controllist is, is not, not a word. word. Oh, you um, big dumb thin. <laughs> Corey Monteith, very, very nice man. Oh, bless. We love that. Uh, well, we know that Rachel and Finn are now dating, officially. Yes, They've been they are. Boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, we Ar- know. Ar- Artie and Tina broke up. Uh, yes. We later get a because she's with Mike Chang. She's with Mike Chang now, but that's um, racist of you to assume. And then they hold hands. And then they hold hands. Um, well, Quinn is now like she says she's less hormonal, so she's not crying as much. <laughs> we did love that, which uh, basically just means they're not going to give her as much to do this season. <laughs> Great. Uh, Santana got a boob job. She did. And did more, and more lines. Opening? Well, it's kind of implied. It's implied. She, oh, what happens? But like, oh, for the record, I thought that was just general horniness. Naya did not get a boob job between seasons one and two. Work. Oh, oh, what I did write is, because uh, he he the this is all done by the reporter kid at the school Jacob? who um That's the name Jacob who we Santana should, we should learn his name. Santana called Jufro. <laughs> no, he it does is, show up a lot. Jacob. I mean, he's literally SAG nominated, like part of the uh, ensemble. Um, and Ryan loves a weirdo. Oh, you're right. Like watching those casting videos when we would do, be casting a role, like we would all crowd around one laptop in the office, and and you know, like none of us really got to weigh in. It was Ryan's decision, but like, who was the weirdest? Like that was his <laughs> always favorite. wins. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Jacob tells uh, Schuster that his song selections sound like a drag queen's iPod, 100% gay, and that his, which I think is not correct. It's not No, it's actually all. not. It's really not. They they keep saying, like, you know, we do, like, we do quite a bit of show tunes and, like, da 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 And I'm like, are you kidding? You guys, like... Not enough show tunes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is a recurring com- Where is Leah Michelle's cabaret? <laughs> um, and then doesn't he say, like, my readers are Oh, he said there's literally there's a, forum, there's a forum on his blog begging him to stop rapping which like fair. Like, what the kids don't like which, rapping? which then of course they just have already rap all episode instead um, oh my god wait he did he did 
ask Quinn how she was doing after the birth of her bastard child. <laughs> <laughs> which is well, great. Which Quinn also refers to it as a bastard child in a previous episode. Wait, really? Yeah, when she's like... I mean, when, by definition. I mean, tr- when no, T. When she's looking through the yearbook pictures and then like, I'm just imagining <gasps> yes. my future ch- children You're looking right. through my yearbook and then she's like, not the bastard child I'm carrying right now, my and real children. For something titled B- Glee's Big Gay Summer, I feel like it wasn't gay enough. Mm-mm. Like, Naya and Brittany didn't even talk about how much they fucked because Brittany was apparently lost in a sewer all, all summer. summer. People thought she was... Well, she Penny Wy- Pennywise found dead in a ditch. Um, I just want to mention a few things on the credits thing. Oh, oh. Um, Jessalyn Gislick is still listed. Oh, she is. No, credit I checked only. when I was checking. Credit IMDb only on IMDb. Her and somebody else are credit only. Well, Jamie Mays was not in this episode. Yeah, yeah she was Jamie credit only. only. But she still has some arc. Jessalyn. Well, I mean, she's here next week. Jamie, super nice. IRL. Oh, bless. Husband, course. also How super nice. Harper's Island. Harper's Island. <laughs> Not me going off of Because oh, I would go to, I would go to like various parties and there were only a few, like I would always hang out with, like, I would be like, Jema. I'll go stand with Jema. Mm. That's, that's oh, me. That's, that's comforting. Well, or it was always like the plus one. So it'd be like me and Adam. Or like at the Golden Globes, me and Jenna's boyfriend, whoever, who she was dating at the time. Like, <laughs> work. Wow. Yeah, so Jessalyn still listed. Um, this was the first season Heather and Naya were series regulars work and mike o'malley was also promoted to series regular work is harry Shum jr still guest star or co-star he's, or uh guest uh no guest starring i think he's guest star. but goodbye dijon talton you <laughs> transferred, transferred out we have two characters that get a line out him and coach tanaka oh yeah oh yeah he had a mental I think breakdown right back for an episode or well, he two. comes back for that, like, evil villain for the council super villain or whatever council. thing. Oh, yeah. But he's now replaced. By, by Dot Marie Jones. Multiple Emmy love. nominee Dot Marie Jones. Who is also, it's not her first turn in the Murphyverse. <gasps> Shit, was she on Nip Tuck or what? No, uh, Ryan had a Ryan had a pilot at FX that didn't go. That's actually <sighs> how he knows Jonathan Groff. <gasps> they, Jonathan, so it's we Rafe. We wrong about that. Married couple, Rafe Fiennes and Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. And Ray Fiennes is, uh, it was called Pretty Handsome, and Ray <gasps> Fiennes is, um, like, realizing that he's trans. Oh. And, or no, it's not Ray Fiennes, it's Joseph Fiennes, sorry. Joseph oh, Fiennes. Oh, okay. Joseph Fiennes, Carrie Ann Moss, and Jonathan Groff played their older son, um, and uh, Dot Marie Jones was in that pilot. Leak the footage, queen! <laughs> um, I have it on DVD somewhere. Wow. We can have a screening. Viewing party. But yeah, so she's she's been, she, prior Murphyverse person dot marie jones also incredibly lovely oh of course i'm only gonna say who's nice everyone can infer the rest <laughs> if, if he doesn't mention someone just like make your deductions but i also want to say because like as a listener of the podcast there's this is not a visual medium jorge has a glee notebook he does y'all have we never that he brings in a glee tote bag <laughs> wait what's on, what is that oh I was my god this i was gifted this is okay, that no. is that on the page so it's a picture of blaine um and underneath it says now. it says courage but like in magazine, magazine letters product. did you do that yourself no, i was gifted this and this came is with that it. also an accent above the e in courage 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 um yeah, this is my Glee notebook. That I also bring in my. I noticed that when we were watching the episode, I was like, "Oh, I see. It's fully on brand." <laughs> so yeah, we get the introduction of Coach Beast, who is here to revitalize the football program. Yeah, uh, which means cutting the budget of the Cheerios and the Glee Club. 
Which, which makes I kind Sue, of... I mean, understandably so. I was about to say, uh, Sue getting pissed, sure, sure, sure. I kind of get Will's point of view here where he's like, we've got no money, why take from us anyway? Yeah. But I also understand, like, principal... You've got to create a like, story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we, need a, do... we need a really solid, good A story for this episode. And like... I said I liked this while we were watching the episode. I actually like the idea of, like, bringing in a common enemy to, like, bond Sue and Will... But why is this our A story? No, that's the that's the thing. And I remembered, like, we talked about it, Jorge, that we were like, the show eventually gets better at, like, ditching the adult storylines, but it really was the A story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the children were the backdrop. Like, it was... We, and, and Despite Rachel, the fact that we open with them. And, like, this is what they've been up to. Now let's cut away and see what the adults are doing. Yeah. And it could have been... That should have been, like... It should have been an episode about, like, bringing new people into the Glee Club. And, yes. like, changing that dynamic. And, like, it, like, was yeah, it's audition. I know. It's it's tough because it's, like, we need to bring new people to the Glee Club and we get to be do no, more numbers. But it's also, like, we can only really hire one more series regular. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, like, here's Court Overstreet. And, like. Well, but he even wasn't. He was only a certain. Number. I was going to say, he was only I, a I guest star or something, I googled, right? I googled. Or I searched through my, my Gmail because it was, like, my, my work email and like look through like, okay hillary clinton everyone's episodic guarantees i know what they were paid um but no they i mean they they had they brought in a bunch of more like recurs but the episode structure just like at the time you know i was deep in it i was like Glee. yeah and so but now i look back and i'm like oh the, this feels off but we st- even without Will doing it, we still got plenty of white rapping. Oh, God. And, and, we'll get and, to and, that. and you know what? It's Will's fault because he was like, we're going to, you know, being in Glee Club is still like seen as not cool. Da, yeah. Da, da. Well, yeah, we're so gonna... the, well, you mentioned already that because of the budget, Sue and Will kind of team up. Against yes. Beast. They decided they're going to take her down. And then at the choir room, they're like, they still hate us, but we don't care. We're yeah, I was going to say, the kids are like, we don't give a flying fuck. Like, we're we're chill, whatever. Then Will's like, well, we need one more person because this guy transferred out. <laughs> Bye, Dijon. Bye. See you uh, six years later in the last episode. Your yeah. two lines were great. Your two lines were great. Uh, and so he says they need to find new members. New Direction style. Yeah. And this was... Because th- they've announced that uh, regionals are going to be in New, in New York. York. Yeah. And they, or is it nationals? No, nationals. Duh, nationals are obviously. Be in New York. Yeah, with our adjusted yeah. calendar, uh, regional, regionals <laughs> have moved up like six, like four months. Uh, so they're going to try to make it, and they're going to try to recruit with songs from like the moment, like top 40 shit. Um, because they've been dragged for doing yeah. 80s rock and show Too tunes. Show and yeah. I, I remember. And enough show tunes. For me, and then they, we caught and they are performing Empire State of Mind in the courtyard. Which is fine. Yeah, but. I mean, is it, I mean, we have Corey Monteith literally rapping all of my. <laughs> it's not good, Michael. It's not uh, fine. It's bad. <laughs> No, but for me, I, was I, I remember at, like watching this episode when it aired. And they're all in New aired. York teens. Mm-hmm. And for me, that number was like, no, something's different about this. Yes. Like, that well, number was... and, and telephone doesn't help the case either. No, 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 but like, because that was the first number, and that, I mean, that was the time wherever where Empire State of Mind was, it was a big song. It was a, it was a song that mm-hmm. summer. I, I remember watching, and it's like, no, they're now playing to what's popular now. Yeah. Something shifted. Well, Something it's is over. different. 
I wasn't off the train, but I'm like, it's gonna be different from now on. Because that's... And I had the... So, it, it's interesting because this is all, like, the pilot... Or, this premiere is sort of, like, an exact mi- mirror, like, yeah. of my whole journey with season one. It started off on an interesting note that I was buying into, and then took a hard turn had a few little mm-hmm. moments along the way and then ended with Rachel Berry literally singing what I did for love from a chorus line. And I'm like, well, I'm tuning in next week, well, obviously. It's also kind of a retread of the pilot because yeah. you get Finn doing the in whale the thing. Whale thing oh. In the shower. But he's like, I'm not going to do this because he's naked. It's like, thank you for at least acknowledging, <laughs> acknowledging that it's creepy. Yes. Uh, but yeah, for me, for me, Empire State of Mind was a breaking point yes. in the There's show. There's also so much homoerotic eye contact with people well, they, who want to join Glee Club. Like, Rachel, like, Rachel stares down sunshine. sunshine. And, and like, Finn has, like, an eye well, contact moment with, with Cord that's weird. Sam. Sam, I know. Yeah. I know. Like, we have to visually nod to what's coming. Oh, no, of course. How will they know? It's like, um, where did this big mouth blonde come from? We get the Sam-Finn moment in the shower where he realizes he's a good singer. I think they sing, like, a... Um, I literally have no idea what they sing. Uh, they sing "Every Rose Has Its Thorn" oh. uh, from Poison. But yeah, we get the return of the voiceover narration, which you know, I like that, but it doesn't stay. It doesn't stay. And as because Finn is posting sign-up sheets on the locker room, Rachel is doing the same thing in the bath girls' bathroom, and then she sees this new. Student Sunshine Corazon. Well, so so I mean, I, I can give a little backstory. At the time, like Sunshine was cast because, and this is the thing, and you know, I think if you like watch the watch the show and sort of track, like in season one in, in Wheels, there was this big jump rope number. Well, mm-hmm. there had been a viral that there had been a viral video on yeah. YouTube of like people doing these crazy jump rope tricks. So mm-hmm. Ryan was like, "Let's bring it in and have the Cheerios do it." Of course. And so Sunshine is kind of that. Ryan saw a video of. Um, of this like viral video of this singer from out of the Philippines who had been on Oprah who had like a big moment and cast Sunshine, yeah, who's now a trans man, uh, Jake Zarbe, Jake, Jake Cyrus, yeah. So when we address the character, because the character is a female, we will call her she. When it's the actor, he. it's him. He, yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, there's this number. Well, not a number. She starts... There's this moment... Oh, because she... Because Rachel approaches her and is like... I saw you singing along while we were doing the number. Uh-huh. We're looking for chorus looking members for chorus to sway in the back. Me. However, the way she handles it... Oh, God. This is... Oh, I'm like... It's a very... Like, don't ruin Rachel for me. There's no way right. It's a very racist Oh, she's extremely racist, extremely xenophobic, racist. like, um, all of the she's above. She's putting on, like, an... Slow like, English. Yeah, terrible. Like, she literally, terrible, yeah, yells in English. her face, like... Yeah. Oh, hello. I couldn't help but notice you admiring me yesterday in the courtyard. Um, what? Oh, you don't speak English. You like me sing. You like me sing very much. Um, I totally speak English. I even did a little research on you. You're a foreign exchange student named Sunshine Corazon because you're from the Philippines where it's sunny every day. Except for the monsters. Listen, Sunshine, we need chorus members. People to stand behind me and stare at me with wet, moved eyes while I sing solos. So I encourage you to audition for Glee Club. Glee Club is fun. Swaying in background can be fun. Thank you. Okay. As she's done condescending her, 
uh, Sunshine starts singing. Like, I can speak English. Lady Gaga and Beyonce's telephone. Also a big hit that summer. Yes. Um, and Rachel's like, oh fuck, you can actually sing. And they start. So she whips her head over and says, I'm kind of busy. They auto-tune Leah Michelle. Like, from the vault, I was looking at through my Gmail in preparation for this episode. <laughs> and, um... That episode, that song cost $5,000 less to produce than the other songs. <laughs> the other songs were, were budgeted at like seventeen five for the production. Uh-huh. And this was 12 And you can... Tell. Oh, Oof. yeah, it's not... I mean, because they start a cappella. It would have been an interesting choice if they stayed a cappella the entire thing. Yeah, but they, um, they go from a cappella to like making it a full-on like pop production to like literally auto-tuning Leah Michelle and also the whole reason they've cast Jake as Sunshine is like for this like m- like moment that he had on this reality show like with this epic voice and it's like and so you're doing telephone yeah, yeah. which I mean they, they at least do listen later, later yeah but they let both of them uh, fortunately Sue barges in and it's like shut so. up <laughs> all um, of us I wish there was a button you could push to have that happen in, like, any scene you <laughs> any wanted scene. to do. Jorge can do that. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just gonna... Jorge to me it. when I go off on a tangent. Um, then we get Will and Sue bullying Coach Beast. They have pizzas delivered to her. Like, I don't know how many pizzas do them. And she has to pay for them, and she just ends up making the football practice a pizza party. Well, I was about to say, she... It, it, she it's two-sided, because she's well, like, I mean, she's like she oh treats- yeah, pizza party, and then she's like, and you're all doing this many, like, push-ups well, yeah, or I mean, whatever. The yeah. way she treats the athletes is different, but, like, she doesn't lose her shit. Like, she doesn't. Well, I mean, and because part of what we are to take away from this is that, like, Coach Beast is somebody who is constantly faced with this sort of, like, opposition mm-hmm. in her life. Uh, and also we get in that moment that, Coach Beast basically cut everyone from the team and they're making... She's making everyone else. She's making everyone try out again. Audition. For the team. Audition, yeah. So Finn has to, like, try out again to be the quarterback. And knowing this, Artie is like, I want to try out. Because he wants to impress Tina. Because I want to impress Tina. And he wants abs. (sighs) Because as we know, historically speaking, Kevin McHale does not... Does not have abs. (laughs) True ooh, ooh, ooh. We we learned that Mike and Tina fell in love at Asian camp. Asian camp, uh, you guys. Where they're teaching these tech-savvy kids about the arts. Uh, but we do we get, get shirtless, well, open shirt Harry Shum Jr. dancing. And Jenna Ushkowitz singing The King and I. Which is, so, yeah. Both very. We'll take it. We'll exactly. Take it. I'll, I'll take it. And, and she's like, and she, also incredibly nice. Oh, we love that. You mean five-time SAG Award nominee? Five-time SAG nominee, Harry Shum Jr. She even says, like, we, you know, we're able to bond over things we, like, mutually love. Like his abs. And I'm like, wow. Uh, I guess Mike Chang and I would also get along really well. Honestly. (laughs) Uh, Then Finn pulls Sam into the audition room. Us is like... For more white rapping. And a lot of homoerotic dialogue. Balls and mouths. Balls and mouths. My name's Sam Evans. I like comic books, sports. I'm dyslexic, so my grades aren't that good, but I'm working on it. Dude, your mouth is huge. How many tennis balls can you fit in there? I don't know. I've never had any balls in my mouth. 
view. I like this kid. I like his confidence. But the beaver cut's gotta go. Mm -hmm. There was something else about well, there Sam says to Puck, have you ever had balls in your mouth? Like Puck, Puck has Puck's a moment where he's just like smirks a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it's not in a way like it's funny because the way that that scene is played, like he Puck reacts and then uh, Finn leans over to Artie's like, I think I like this guy. But it's like, wait, what are we tracking here? Because the way the like on the page, I understand how that's written. But like the way that it's performed, it's sort of like. He's like, have you had balls in your mouth? And it's not him being sassy. It sounds like he's genuinely asking. Yeah. Yeah. And then Puck yeah. smirks like, Puck's like, ha, ha, ha. And then Finn leans over and is like, oh, I like this guy. Because he's had balls in his uh -huh. mouth. He didn't ask it as like a joke. Or maybe it's just bad acting. Who can say? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, then they make him sing and they Sam performs Billionaire, which has already Already rapping. rapping. I, I don't. I think I, I said it, and I'll say it again. I think billionaires homophobic. <laughs> and Garrett, Garrett, literally, Garrett literally said why, and I was like, because I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's not a. And I feel like you know that's really in line with your brand. Anything that displeases <laughs> or inconveniences me personally is homophobic. It's, well, it is. It is some brand with. Like how you're taking a specific and making it a general. <laughs> it's what we hate most: buckly numbers. It's all male. It's white rapping. It's basically acapellas, but and it's like, and it's like not it's like, like not as bad. it's not it's... like a choice, clever, cute song. It's mm -mm. literally just like a popular thing of the moment that I like mean, was it even though because that song was not that big. I no. I've only ever heard it. The kind of I, that's actually surprising to me because it kind of was. I mean, I don't know. I was living in a gay <laughs> bubble where all I knew was Glee and all I listened to was Glee. No, that's fair. I mean, fair. same, I but no in choice. a different way. I, no I chose. <laughs> uh, we chose that destiny. Uh, da -da -da -da. Then Rachel goes to Kurt and Mercedes. Uh, says, oh, God. Uh, I heard this girl. She's amazing, but we can't basically have her because she's gonna take all of our solos she away. tries to phrase it as like you guys already don't get enough mm -hmm. solos because of me so imagine if someone else came in she's like so i paid these bullies so that <laughs> they can slushy all of us in front of uh sunshine and she'll be scared off um which to be fair at least rachel started with like a less like diabolical plan. Like sh she didn't start with sending her to a crack house. We landed there. We there like she originally <laughs> just wanted to have her friend slushied, but was also willing to sacrifice Look, herself and all of that. She's gone through a lot of trauma recently. <laughs> her mom just came into her life and then disappeared. Gonna, That's like, true. We didn't explore her. that. Her she's not having a easy. Her her gay dads are still not at all present <laughs> in her life. <laughs> She, so she's like, when, like, we think she's convinced, like, oh, she's gonna, like, let Sunshine, let the sunshine in. <gasps> wow. Where was that number? <laughs> that, that should be a closing. Her gay dads were busy watching season two of The Good Wife, okay? <laughs> oh, fair, fair. As every good gay dad <laughs> should. Um, then again, then we get this scene with Beast and Will and Sue in the teacher's lounge where they won't let her sit with them. Um... Then uh, they literally say like the mean girls. Mm -hmm. Like then, then Beast Coach Beast went goes into the the you don't know what I've gone through rant real fast. Anyone sitting here? Yes, these seats are currently being occupied by my ghost friends. I beg your pardon. My ghost friends. 
hideous, lonely faculty members who met with an early death from good old-fashioned schoolyard bullying. And you know why? They tried to cross me. So why don't you just keep on walking? I will. You mind if I sit here? Uh, sorry. Taken. How about there? Actually, they're all sort of taken. I am uh, meeting with some science teachers. You think it's easy being a female football coach, being different? You think I don't get this everywhere I go? Everybody told me that Sue was a school bully and that, that you were really cool. I see they got that last part wrong, huh? I mean, to be okay. fair, yeah, no. Like I said, like I think she's somebody who's faced a lot of like adversity and opposition in her life. So Will is like appropriately cowed. And then, like, we move on to whatever the fuck happens. Well, no, then she's crying in the locker room. Oh, yeah, then yeah. to her crying in the locker room, you're right. And, uh, and when, I was going to say Mark, uh, Puck is like, are you, are you crying? And she's like, yeah, yeah I saw, <laughs> I saw your stats. Um, uh, then, thing- which, I mean, that is a, a I thought, a, a, a sweet moment to have her be, like, vulnerable mm-hmm. and then, like, no. called out on I mean, being no, vulnerable. I mean, to be honest, like, and, like, Dot Marie Jones plays the no, shit I mean, there's character. a reason the Emmys loved her. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Lizzie McGuire alum. Uh, Finn comes in with Artie uh, to ask. <gasps> and this is actually, I think this is actually really well done in terms of setup because mm-hmm. you entire be- entirely believe where both characters are coming from. Yeah. Finn is genuinely trying to help Artie, like, because Artie so feels bad. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and once, like, Artie to be on the team and, like, Beast has been, you know, Will's been on her ass, like, mm-hmm. fucking her over and, like, doing all these pranks and shit. So, of course, she put her two Glee Kid football kids up to, like, pranking, yeah, pranking that, her. I think she said, like, you're going to make me tell the, like, uh, you're going to make me tell that, that he can't, he play, can't play. play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a well-played moment. It's actually very well-made. And Finn, um, in a genuinely just Finn, I don't think it's actually of any ill will or anything, uh, calls her dude. He's like, dude, like, come on, like, something like that, which I think is literally just Finn being yeah. Finn. But Beast is like, dude, really? And it's, A, just generally from this episode standpoint, if you've never seen any other episode beyond, like, carries a weight to it, and that, like, she's struggling, like, being a, a female uh, football coach, and the sort of, like, people don't respect her for it, or, like, she gets thought of as a certain way because of it, but then, obviously, having seen the entire series, and this literally being the first introduction of that character, for her to react so vitrally to mm-hmm. the... Being called dude. Being called dude, when, obviously, is we all know uh they uh, like beast ends up being uh, a trans man uh added a sort of sort of like a sort of depth yeah and, uh, which i think it was intention unintentional like oh of I, course you know. of course uh, it's sort of like a a happy accident yeah. and which is why i was saying it's like it makes sense from the point of view of like literally just when this episode was made yep. but it ends up unintentionally having a sort of greater weight to it that yeah. I thought was interesting. interesting. To watch like the social aspects of probably the show at large, but also this episode from a 2019 standpoint. Oh were yeah. Things that just like if they were to make this episode today, all of the things that would be different. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Like so many things would be different. And I think and I think there's a part of that where, you know, like Ryan's not Ryan's not dumb and and, and he even then is probably like, you know, I'm pushing the line when he's doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Just by virtue of the fact that like they say shoe stop rapping, like we look at that like at the time it's like because you're fucking corny. But we look at that now and we're like, because you're a white man and yeah. you really shouldn't be <laughs> yeah. appropriating you know, but like I think on some level he's aware of and knows what he's doing with those things. Like oh, you yeah. know, Rachel being horribly racist, it's not played for laughs at Sunshine's expense. Like, yes, we are. We are cringing at indeed. At yeah, Rachel, and and we're doing that even more so now. But at the time, you're like, oh, you're being fucking awful. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It sucks. What I what I don't like about Rachel in this episode mm-hmm. is that. No, 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 no. I, what I think about the the writing of Rachel in this episode is that despite everything, she still has a bit of a likability factor to her in the smallest of ways. Like saying that, like, she is still likable or... No, 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 no. Saying that she is a small percentage of likable. Um, like, there's... Like, they don't commit all the way to, like, to making, making her... Awful. awful and I like well, you understand why people are annoyed by her because you're annoyed by her but also well, maybe I'm just a crazy messy gay but like you are sort of rooting for her to a certain extent and like this episode just like threw her aside and was like no she's just terrible and I would like it I said this while we were watching I would like it if they went in full in on like villainous diabolical Rachel like out for nobody but herself da 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 but I feel like they don't always buy into that narrative either. I feel like she lost any sort of likability this episode and in well, turn and it, and also didn't make, don't commit to making her like a delectable villain yeah, it's either. it's what we said, like that tricky balance of like making the the, satire, the satirical character they wanted her to be from the pilot with yeah. like this earnest, like having this earnestness about her. Yes. Uh, very rarely works out. And I think this episode is. Well, yeah. And that I think, like, being a part of the show, I still was like, God, I wish this was, like, you know, 50% more my so-called life. Like, I yeah. wanted more of those emotional moments. And yeah. I think that, like, a lot of... Sometimes they're kind of shoehorned in, you know? And, and it is a lot more... Because that's what people, like, you know... No one was, like, gifting things. Yeah, because yeah. I reject the word Jeff. Um, Ooh. And uh, but like, you know, that's why they made the Sue Sylvester like webisodes is because people were like, oh, I love the things she says. You totally. Know? Yeah. And those were the things. So I think like the show kind of like Ryan loves his big important social justice moment. But, you don't say. Well, and honestly, that was kind of like like uh, that episode of with Kurt was a turning point. Like making that episode and then being like, oh we're going to have a special message. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, that became very much the DNA of the show from that point yeah. forward. But, like, you don't get the... I think... So you you will say, in an extent, they did lean into certain things that they knew were... Like, like knowing that Sue is kind of what everybody's talking about and everybody's yeah, I, quoting. No, I, I think... Well, no, I, I don't think it, it came out of that. I think it's, like... Like, in the microcosm of the show. Like, what the network would say. What, like, mm-hmm. we were enjoying watching on set. Like, yeah. Getting yeah. a response yeah. in the room was more of the thing that I think was maybe, like, they were leaning into those things. And, like, what was fun for them to write? 
Yeah, yeah you know, that makes sense. What's fun is not necessarily is is yeah, what's resonant more or emotionally well, resonant. Yeah, it's not necessarily as emotionally resonant. And so, like, where were we? Um, we were no, us. but I mean, I was gonna say what, like, I think just the overall issue since episode two, like you said, you you wanted fifty percent more so-called life. I would per- personally prefer fifty percent more election type dark comedy. Uh, I just think it never went either way. It yeah. just was always like... And I want the very, like, bizarre, postmodern, meta, like... <laughs> yeah, it's just... Dramedy. It was just always, like, down the middle, uh, trying to do everything at once. Um, then we have Quinn auditioning for the Cheerios again. And she was iconic. No way, get out. Coach Sylvester, please hear me out. Nope. I trusted you and you let me down. I don't want you anywhere near my squad. You'll deafen them with the sound of your stretch marks rubbing together. I understand you had your confetti cannons taken away. Well, I bet there are quite a few church groups who would gladly give money to a squad who helped rehabilitate a girl who got pregnant and now speaks out for abstinence education while wearing a Cheerios uniform. Next! Uh, We also get Finn auditioning for the Cheerios because since he is out of the team, he's nothing. And Becky literally calls him embarrassing, which I mean, it was. An example of Cory Monteith's dance skills. Oof. Then they just love to they, make a joke out of that. Yeah. They just constantly um, drag him. And, and he was in on it. <laughs> but, uh, and the Quinn blackmail works because uh, Sue calls Santana into her office <gasps> Uh, and makes her makes her not head cheerleader. Puts her to the bottom of the pyramid like she's Abby Lee Miller on Dance Moms. Because her of her implants. Yes. And Uh, then do we get is the next cut like the scene? Oh, it's we get. Let me see. My favorite line reading. (laughs) But even before that, we get get Quinn walking walking down the hall. We get in her Cheerios look. Quinn getting into the Cheerios uniform. Yes. A la vocal adrenaline. Uh, then she's walking in slow-mo down the hallway. Mm. And then Santana just Santana shocks her shit up. And I have to say, like, this, again, my favorite line reading of the entire show. And and was a thing that, like, at the time, Naya and I, like, I was like, Naya, oh my god. And she was like, yes, I know. <laughs> she's like, she knew the aware, line was gold. <laughs> was aware that the way she said it was fucking perfect. <laughs> When she's like, when when she's like, because she smacks the shit out of her know, first. We're, we're you know it's Glee Club. We're family. She's like, oh, she's got a family. She's a mother. She's a mother. We're, it's so sing songy. We're gonna be plugging the audio here yeah, of the. You did this to me. You told Coach Sylvester about my summer surgery. You have a surgery when you get your appendix out. You got a boob job. Yep, sure did. You can't hit me. Well, sure I can, unless you got yourself knocked up again, slut. <laughs> Stop the violence. Hey, 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 what is this? What happened to Rufus being a family? Hey! Sophie, she has a family, she's a mother. Walk away and tighten up your body before you get to class! Wow. Um, then we get, uh, my next note is just Kurt's wearing a harness. (laughs) That's my next note too! I don't have anything in between! I just have, Kurt is wearing a harness? That's this when is no one when, shows up for the audition. Uh, yeah. No one comes for the audition and Kurt is wearing a harness and you know that somewhere in Adam Rippon's apartment Kurt is up on his mood board. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love then it. Then we get this really not cute scene. 
with Coach Beast and Brittany. Beast, I was gonna say Beast specific. Oh no, oh, yeah. with the doll with and the sexual abuse again. Uh huh. Wouldn't fly in twenty. No. Sue is making Brittany say that Coach Beast molested her. Yes. Um. And then also say, but I want to touch her boobs. Which yeah, is it a was. Weird moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't need to spend a lot of time in this scene. Wait. Uh, basically, it's gross, it's gross. We disapprove. Will says, uh, "This has gone too far. I'm now on her and side." He, yeah, he gets Brittany to to uh, admit We're to. Pants. Yes. yes. That's to um, being made basically, up. Basically, uh, he sues like, "Yeah, I'm making an enemy out of both of you again." That's all we need to know from that scene. Um, and then we get Mike and Tina going uh, yeah. to Mr. Shu, <gasps> saying, like, you need to come. Which, why was it Mike and Tina? Because, quote, the, the Asian, Asian community, community is really tight. <sighs> uh-huh. Because Rachel's like, how did you even know that? The Asian community is... I, I actually would believe that. Like, that's that rings true to me. My, uh, <laughs> yeah. My thing with the, with the, with the joke earlier about, like, that's racist or whatever, it, it, the... The show has a way of like feeling like because we're in on the joke, we can make the joke. Well, and, also and I'm like, you're still three white men. It's the argument of, well, we're you know, it's Milo Yiannopoulos's argument of, of well, I'm equal opportunity. I I will go for every. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, no one is safe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, conservatives. I mean, yeah, the gag Rachel is. Barry sent. Sunshine to a crack house. But not an active crack house, Jorge. No. <laughs> to an active crack house. Uh, well, then we get Will, like, uh... This is Ohio, so... Um... <laughs> That's fair. Like, giving her shit for, like... But not probably being hard enough. <laughs> I mean, but then she's like, I did this for, like... I did this for all of you. For all of you. Um... <laughs> ooh, ooh, don't get me started. Um, yeah, so they're, the they're gonna let... So they're gonna let the sunshine in. The sunshine in, yes. Because <laughs> the next scene is uh, her. She's auditioning. Yes. With um, listen from yeah. the movie musical. From the movie, she says from the movie from the movie Dreamgirls, and Rachel corrects her and says, uh, "Broadway, it was Broadway first. And it's like, no, bitch. Listen was not in Broadway. Yeah, it's like it was the movie. It was. She was correct. Yeah. How dare you try and white explain this? <laughs> woman of color. How dare you? And she does perform the shit out of that song. Oh, she does. She gives yeah. me hands at one point, and she you know I love me a hand. Filipino woman auditioning for a, a singing competition song. Uh, it's great. Yeah, she gives the. Hands, she gives like she. Leo Salonga would be proud. <gasps> wow. Oh, wow. powerful! That's all we and any of us want in life. <laughs> Leo Salonga to be proud of us. Then Will apologizes to Coach Beast. Um, here I wrote down Will Schuster is a physical embodiment of straight white male mediocrity. Well, yeah. T, did you watch an episode of Glee? Any episode? <laughs> yeah. Replace Will with Finn. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he apologizes. Says I was bad person. Uh, Sue offers them cookies with dog shit. Okay. Then we find that Finn goes to Sam. Like, why didn't you audition? Um, Like, I'm already in the outside because I'm new. Um, And my mouth's real big. (laughs) (laughs) I fit balls in it, but I've never had balls in it. Uh, And then we find Sam is a new quarterback. (gasps) As Will's about to welcome Sunshine into (gasps) New Directions. Enter. Enter. Special guest star, Cheyenne Jackson, in his 
the two minute scene. <laughs> Isn't his character's name like Dustin Dustin Goolsby? Uh, who is the new coach for Vocal Adrenaline after Shelby took an extended maternity leave? Uh, to care for Beth. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, she said she wants to move to, like, some, like, village in the middle of fucking nowhere and yeah. be as far away from Rachel Berry as possible <laughs> and raise Beth, who she creeped on in a hospital like, waiting room. right while my mistake's not around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how much that lasts. Um, and so, I think it just, Wikipedia told me Something told me that Cheyenne Jackson, A, was, a, like, under consideration for Will. Oh, probably. And that he was originally hired to be the vocal adrenaline choreographer in season one, who makes an episode appearance, which totally tracks with the character he's playing here. And but he got sick and had to to walk away, which we literally said in the episode. I, said, I think I had said like Billy Eigner today would do a yeah, great I, job. Yeah, I said at that it. would have been. Yeah. A, it felt uh, like a stunt cast it role like that stunt wasn't cast stunt role. cast, and mm-hmm. so so yeah, he's a new coach and he recruits. Sunshine. Sunshine. Uh, so Rachel feels real bad. Yeah. Well, no, because she says, like, I, I would have loved to join, but Rachel would have made my life a living hell. Yeah. Yes. Um, which, fair. T. <laughs> uh, and then my favorite line. Um, oh. They got my mom a condo and a green card. Oh, work. <laughs> we should all be so lucky. Which uh, is like, I, how, um... can I, how can I apply? <laughs> we get, well, well, then we get what, what's one of my favorite Finn lines. And Rachel. Which is, yeah, Rachel to Finn. Like, because he's upset with her because of the whole sunshine situation. And she says, just do it already. Break. break up with me. And later she even says, like, I'll never break up I'll with you. I'll never break up with you. Because which... it's like, you should break up with me because I'm a loser. I'm not even the quarterback. Yeah. <sighs> and then as she's she's walking away, she says she needs some alone time to go. And I knew a gag to was the, coming. To the I knew a gag auditorium to have some alone time. I have to say for the listeners, <laughs> being here in the room when the music started playing and Leah opened her fucking mouth to sing... <laughs> And the words came out, and Michael Swan stood up from his chair, and like did a dramatic pose, and then walked around the room a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was truly like I mean, you imagine like if I hadn't just told you, you would have imagined it, and you would have been right. Yeah. Uh, she said kiss to say goodbye, uh-huh. you guys. Yeah. It's the yeah. three words you can't say. It's the three words you can't say. Because uh, then... I literally just turned to Horry and was like, I don't even remember what she sings here. And he's like, neither do I. And then she and literally was like, and then she, and then she was literally like, it's the ballad from a chorus line, bitch. Um, you want your favorite the musical? One, you want one, one of your favorite thing, songs from your favorite the musical? The literal one thing that could make you turn around in the episode? No, li- no, that's what I was saying. That's why I was saying this exactly reflects like season one because by the end of it, when I'm fucking fed up, it was like, you know what though, gay, here you are. Like, have a, have a, have a treat. Come back next week. Thank God for this last song because oof. No, yeah. there's not. That's the only. That's well. well and, and and then we get the like typical TV trope of let's see where everyone is at the end of the episode. Well, because uh, it's what they all did for love. And I maintain while we're while we're flashing to like Santana and Quinn and all these people, I wanted a flashback shot of of Sunshine walking into that crack house because that is what. Rachel Berry did for love. God damn it. That's true. But I will I will say this, like, you know, like I said, I watched it yesterday. 
there really was no story to this episode. No, like, there's really like, not. Because, because, it was a moment. Because Beast is not a story. That's not a story. That's just like they're mean to her, and then Will's like, I shouldn't be mean to you. It's yeah. It's, it's an introduction. Like, it's it it, see, it, like, it it ends in a complete circle where it's like no, you're in the exact same point. Yeah. By no, the end of the episode. No to it, there's no story. We like we were robbed. Could have been a good episode with auditions, and like like Beast is great. Like like Donnery Jones is truly like a, a welcome you know presence like, presence <laughs> in the show, but like. Ultimately, at the end of the day, like, who cares? Yeah. You know what's a phenomenally more interesting story than an episode of Rachel grappling with the fact that somebody's talent may be a threat to her own? A literally, like, half season or an entire season arc where you build that up. I'm guessing we're all considering this a slushy episode. Totally for me. It's, yeah, yeah. I have to slushy it. Yeah, yeah. I I feel hellowed all over again. Yeah, I mean, from yeah, that's the thing for me. It's like it's just not effective as a season premiere. No, because it's not setting. It the sets a very off. wrong tone. It's yeah. it starts off on a very sour note, and then it's it, it doesn't help that the next episode is a is an event episode that also does literally nothing. Like Which it's I was also on set for. Oh gosh, and have seen Miss Spears in the flat, <gasps> up close and personal. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, but I won't be here next week. Yeah. How, how, how was she? Like, how is she? Um, I think you should leave this part in what I'm about to say. We're taking it off the pod. <laughs> but back on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, we get introduction of new characters, which I get is, like, semi-effective. But, but like, we don't set up storylines. We don't. No. This, this... None of those characters are given any depth. It's Mm-mm. like Sam has a big mouth and Sunshine is gone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this does, I mean, actually this does adequately set up season two because season two is a series of like splashes mm-hmm. trying to recreate great moments from season one that very rarely work. The substitute. Well, um, and the thing... And most often don't. Rocky well, and, and the Alicia. thing like what what we because what we've been planning like the you know recording and whatnot and the entire first half of season two like it's almost all event episodes event episodes and then the second half of the season is completely unmemorable like i was flipping through episode titles and i was like what is this what is this what is this what is this it's it's funny like and actually i i made a note for myself and i just looked it up while we were talking but there was this i don't know if you guys ever read this but there was uh, a piece for the new york times I forget when exactly it came out, but it was about Glee and Friday Night Lights. And, like, sums up kind of, like, the way I feel, like, what I was saying before, <laughs> like, wanting, like, there to be a little bit more, like, yeah, yeah. to the show. Um, and I'll do a dramatic reading, but I think it sort of, like, encapsulates... We'll link it. We'll find it and we'll link it to I'll the show it. notes. I don't, mm-hmm. uh, we'll Heather, find it. Oh, Heather Haverleski. Oh. Who I follow on Twitter and it's great. Word. Um, so it says, uh, the real message of Friday Night Lights is a message about the joy of the little things, the awkward thrills of a first kiss, the strange blessing of an unexpected rainstorm on a lonely walk home from a rough football practice, the startling surge of nostalgia incited by the illumination of football stadium lights just as the autumn sun is setting, the rush of gratitude in an otherwise mundane moment that comes from the realization that this admittedly flawed human being that you're squabbling with intends to have your back for the rest of your life. If Glee is about expressing yourself, believing in yourself, and loving yourself all the way to a moment of pure adrenaline-fueled glory, then Friday Night Lights is about the breathing in and appreciating the small, somewhat imperfect moments that make up an average life. That's tea, actually. Yeah, Just, like, that's really I great. I want more of that. Yeah. 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 
Just FYI, I'm gonna plug in the Friday Night Lights theme while you read. Oh, <laughs> so oh my god, I'm so excited. We stand. And I'm like, actually, I'm like, that article missed the point. The whole point of Friday Night Lights is Connie Britton's hair <laughs> and white wine and saying the word y'all. So yeah, I mean, I think this gives us a very accurate depiction of what the season's gonna be like. Yeah. But again, I, I like what you said, I, if they had only committed to, okay, now Rachel's gonna be the villain yes. of this season. Good God, thank God for season two of Scream Queen. Yeah. <laughs> but again, <laughs> sentence I will very rarely we, say. I am also giving us... You the, said it before I heard it. I know. Mm-hmm. Listen, we stand Leah's performance in season two oh, yeah. of Scream Queen. We've seen yeah. every episode of Scream Queen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I am also giving us the benefit of the doubt in that we may not remember season two as clearly, so there may be something... Jorge nearly spit out this rosé. That's real cute. Remember when I was like, I don't remember what happened in f*** LOL, like, ha 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 Look, I'm a Sagittarius, I'm a natural optimist, so I need to Sure. You know... Otherwise, why keep, why do this, Michael? Well, <laughs> honestly, partially uh, because I of... I was thinking it was the glory and the... <laughs> what I just described as uh, the reason Glee. Honestly, honestly... All the money we've, we get oh, from, yeah. from your sponsors. From our sponsors. Honestly, not to, like, <laughs> our own, <laughs> but, like, what, what, what Garrett was saying about, like, how, like, certain shit wouldn't fly in, in 2019... I think Glee is an actually interesting show to revisit oh, because course. it A was such a cultural moment and B like could not air as it oh, of did. Of course not. No, today. I, I I agree. I but what I'm saying is I I'm still hoping to find some joy in this. Well, yeah, not, I think my joy in the rest of I think it was not it. <laughs> no. Except I think my joy in the rest moment. of this is going to what be I'm like What I'm saying is like I hope in the future there's it's better than we are expecting right now to well, be. Well, there are the moments of you greatness, know. for sure. Because uh, we also have, like, I think we have more distance with season two onwards than with season one. Yes. Uh, do we want to rank rank the numbers? I mean, can I tie three of the songs for last? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you have to rank them. <laughs> Let me just say what the numbers were. Uh, so we have Empire State of Mind, originally performed by Jay-Z with Alicia Keys, performed here by The New Directions. Have telephone originally performed by Lady Gaga with Beyonce, performed here by Sunshine and Rachel. Uh, billionaire performed originally by Travi McCoy with Bruno Mars. Performed here with Sam Evans and the New Directions males, except Kurt. <gasps> they I, said no facts. I love that they make <laughs> that distinction. I can't. This Wikipedia page has done too much. Every time I close my eyes, I want you see, what you see, 
we have Listen from the movie Dream Girls, performed by Sunshine. What I Did For Love, from a chorus line performed by Rachel. What, uh, we're gonna make you rank first. You're gonna make me rank And you have you to differentiate. Rank first or rank last? No, I'll rank first. It's fine. Um, I think, like, honestly, it's really tough for me because if I could have a three way tie for last, it would be Telephone Billionaire and Empire State. Yes, absolutely. I think I will. Like, I, I think it's hard for me to rank them today, but I have to think about, like, who I was back then when I was first listening to them. And I think I would put Telephone last in that situation because I did. I did enjoy Empire State of Mind. I'd never heard Billionaire before. I wasn't bothered necessarily by the overwhelming white male rappers. Yeah. Like, in a way that, like, made me full-on cringe. When I well, no. Oh, no, 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 no. It, 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 yeah, it plays differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think I would maybe give it, I would maybe, like, last place Telephone, then Empire State of Mind, then Billionaire, Listen, and then What I Did for Love. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll do Billionaire last. Work. I'll take it. We don't need that. Uh, then, then telephone. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, we. If it had done, if it would have been just acapella, I think it would have been a great number. But then the auto tune of it all just messed it all up. Empire State of Mind. I actually think like they sound good, but that was like I said a breaking point for me, and that was just like the song choice, like just kind of broke what Glee was for me at that point. Uh, then listen and what I did for love number one. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I I'm with Garrett in putting telephone last. Um, I guess I guess Rachel Berry just can't do a Lady Gaga duet because well she can't. She did do it with with Poker, Poker Face. Face, but it's still just an awkward context. Uh-huh. It's never it's yeah. never it's right. Never it's never ride. perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, then four, I have to do billionaire. I mean, the distinction between four and three is so small, but then three is Empire State mm-hmm. of Mind. And I think it comes down to, I like the song Empire State of Mind yeah. more than Billionaire. Yeah, of course. And that's... All of my Dominicanos. <laughs> no, I know. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. But I like the song and the joke on 30 Rock more than anything involving Bruno Mars' Billionaire. <laughs> Which, and then obviously number two is... Uh, Lee Michelle's what I did for love, and no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) A shock on the pod. No, uh, number two is um, listen, uh, and then number one is Lee Michelle's what I did for love. One of my favorite songs from my favorite musical. Um, I'm not surprised to learn that it's your favorite musical. 
yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's about like fuck kid, kids yeah. with fucked up relationships <laughs> with their parents. Like, <laughs> does what I did for love? No, no. Uh, neither for me. It doesn't become our number one. Over. No. Well, you you know me. I'm literally not changing. I don't think I. I well, don't know if we have changing. a long way to go, girl. But still. But still, no. Uh, See, like I don't like I said, I don't have a top like great mm-hmm. song like that it could unseat potentially. Like yeah. honestly, when you asked me that question, the first thought I had was, um, Megan Hilty singing "Crazy Dreams." Season one. <gasps> wow! 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 A great well, if, if that's the case, then let's be bad. It's my favorite Glee <laughs> song. They just keep moving the line. Oh, don't get uh, me started. Uh, it's a smash podcast, even though that's already uh, been done. Uh, and <laughs> as, as we keep moving the line, <laughs> um, let's. Are we taking a break? Let's take a little break, and we'll be right back. With the impending release of Leah Michelle's upcoming Christmas album, the holiday season is now officially upon us. But why must she have all the fun? Here at Gleewine, we're excited to announce a brand new series of holiday albums by the rest of your favorite Glee cast members. Next Independence Day, Get Down With America and Mercedes Jones with Amber Riley's 4th of July compilation, Amber Waves of Grain. Celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Chris Colfer's return to music in this live recording of his Easter stage show. Now that's what I call a comeback. Next World Meditation Day, chill out to some relaxing beats with Coach Beast on her mindfulness music album, Dot Marie Ohms. And celebrate this upcoming awards season with the collaborative album, Hey, At Least We Got a SAG Award. Featuring hit songs from Josh Sutzman, Patrick Gallagher, Dijon Talton, and Iqbal Theba. Alex Newell, star of Broadway's Once on This Island, celebrates another island on his upcoming Australia Day album. And this year, skip the turkey and feast on Kevin McHale's new Thanksgiving album, featuring the hit single, Thank God I Have Abs Now. And the collaboration from Jenna Ushkovitz and Ali Stroker, I'd like to thank the American Theatre Wing. And who could forget Naya Rivera's classic Groundhog Day single, Standing in Your Shadow? And don't miss this year's Black Friday collaboration, Gimme Morris, featuring the stylings of Matthew Morrison and Heather Morris. So remember, no matter the occasion, make sure your special day is filled with glee. Oh my god, wow, we're back. Again. We are back. Back. God, that <laughs> promo was like one of the best you've ever done. It really Thank you. Was. Wow. Thank you. Um, really, like, as a fan of the pod, like, you've really outdone yourself this time. <laughs> you know, I just, I just want to make it clear that, like, we, the stakes have never been higher. We love our sponsors. Uh, all I did was refill his rosé glass. That's... <laughs> um, I'm easy. So let's, um, let's just catch up uh, with what we've missed not on Glee. We have, True, we it's have, been a hot second, a full, so a we have plate. a bit. Uh, Leah Michelle has finished recording her Christmas album. She is. She says she's... Shut up. <laughs> it's true. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, she says she has not only one, but several Glee stars yes. uh, duetting with her. Um, Which is what, Jonathan and Darren? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, literally, that's that it. Because yeah, um, <laughs> I don't see... What if what if Naya was on it? <gasps> that would be iconic. What if they sing "A Baby It's Cold Outside"? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but um, you really should go. <laughs> but baby, it's cold outside. You should freeze to death. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Um, no, of course. I mean, it'll be ready in time for. I mean, we've talked about this before. Uh, same time next Christmas. Uh, we also have some news about that. Is there going to be a screening party of that movie? Uh, obviously. Yeah, obviously. We're going to sell tickets. <laughs> I've never been able to make it to any, like, Michael Swan, like, party joints before. You'll be here for that. Yeah. Yeah, and so some new casting was announced. Yes. I mean, Queen of Connie and Carla, uh, Nia Verdalos, uh, and then, uh, Phil Morris, they are playing her, her parents. parents. Supporting um, roles opposite Leah Michelle, Brian Greenberg, and Charles Michael yeah. Davis. So they, I mean, from the pictures, they've just been having a blast. I mean, Leah's obsessed with Hawaii. She's like, she just loves. like, just, she just keeps tweeting and like do Instagramming you also about now Hawaii. Get notifications whenever she posts? Because I do. Oh, God. Well, that's probably from the pod account, I know, right? yeah. From yeah, the pod account, yeah. yeah. But then we get to, to the trailers of it all. The, Mur- yes. the Murphyverse was, of it all. There's a lot of Murphyverse trailers. First, the the official because we we got some teasers, but the official trailer for Horror Story nineteen ninety four, which dropped. I don't even know if Matthew Morrison. I, I didn't. I, think look, I didn't clock him. Right? I think we get yeah, one quick prosthetic cock. <laughs> I think I, I, we do I think get I like some... a good like shot of Gus Kentworthy like pulling up yeah, a, his a, ass. A, we get a, a good ass shot. I I remember like I think we get one quick shot of Morrison and the mustache. I really like, don't remember it. My cousin told me that the dude they're looking for slashed their throat. Jesus, can we shut up for a second? The cops are gonna find him, right? It's gonna be a non-stop party, okay? Look out! You say you found him in the middle of the road? Not exactly. He was by the side of the road? Why don't we give our nurse some space? Come on, I'll show you all around camp. And this is Chef Birdie, a Camp Redwood veteran. Nothing but good memories about this place. The trailer wasn't gay. It there were there were some queer girls having some fun. Okay, sure, we'll count that. <laughs> uh, no, what I was telling well, him, of course we count that. We were uh, talking about we we watched it before. I mean, Cody Fern is present. Cody That's Fern, gay enough. Yeah, I, know. That's fair. <laughs> um, but like, I want Cody Fern to have a love interest. Yes. Well, I think that's what I think that's what Gus Kentworthy was was alluding to. No, I mean it's been an hour that Gus Kentworthy is Emma Roberts. Yeah, love interest. Oh well, that's boring. Also, Emma. I said this when we we watched the trailer before. I was like, Emma Roberts is serving Rachel Berry tea in this trailer. She's not playing that like typical catty bitchy character that she did. And she's literally Rachel buried up, and I can't fucking yeah, wait. No, I and was, Jorge was like, "Oh my god, I think this might actually be like fun and good." And I was like, "They're tricking us again." No, I didn't. <laughs> so excited that Candy from Pose is in. Yes, yeah. I'm excited for her. I mean, I'm always in for anything Billy Lord does. Mm-hmm. Yes, we love oh, her. We love uh, a dynasty. Our... A, a dynasty. Mm. Uh, no, and I was telling him it's like I'm not saying the past seasons weren't fun. But I think this is the first, like, in a while that has actively had and it's fun also, with itself. It, it is a super fun concept and mm-hmm. finally going with, like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna pay homage to a very specific, specific. kind of it's specific. horror. specific, that's the thing. It's, and then when we get the alien abduction... <laughs> Listen, I will stand by the aliens in Asylum until the day I die. Those monsters in the woods? Not necessarily. And I would say you could take the aliens out of that season and it would... 
you wouldn't miss them. You know what? If we're going to drag aliens in a second season of an FX anthology series, it's going to be Fargo season two, which is a perfect season outside of aliens. Kirsten Dunst. American Horror Story 1984 will be coming to us mid-September. But then there's there's the trailer. The trailer of all trailers. Yeah. I oh. want that trophy. It's the trailer for Netflix's The Politician. Starring Ben Platt. Ben Platt. Gwyneth oh, oh. Paltrow, who, who, what did she say? I'm afraid of... Your ambition okay. scares me. Oh, yeah. Your ambition frightens, frightens me. me. Yeah. Zoe Deutsch is like... Oh, Zoe Deutsch. Infin- Infinity Jackson. A name of names. Uh, I read the pilot yeah. of this. And Jessica, Jessica Lang. You know what? Plug the Jessica Lang audio. I don't understand. Why calling that gay man a butt munch was such a scandal? That's what gays do. Munch butts and... Celebrate Halloween. I want that trophy. Wow. Wow. Uh, I mean, we should just give some context that the trailer for The Politician has dropped. Yeah, it's the newest Ryan Murphy joint. Uh, It's going to be coming out of Netflix. It looks to be the most Ryan Murphy Uh, of all Ryan Murphy productions. It's the most Ryan Murphy has ever wanted to be election. So far. It's very openly election. It's more... It's... It's like more, it seems more akin to what popular was. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. honestly, it feels like. It's like what we're talking about. Like, it feels. Without the, like, feeling. Yeah, it feels like an evolution and a combination of. of. Glee, popular, and Scream Queens. Yeah. Like, almost like. It'll be interesting to see it, because it'd be. It'd be interesting in the end to see, like, have a, have a viewing marathon of, like, the pilot of Popular, the pilot of Glee, the pilot of Scream Queens, and the pilot of The Politician, because they feel all very in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But like <laughs> Nip Tuck lifts out. <laughs> well, I just well, meant they're all they're all high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it has like the trailer has a lot of moments. Uh, like you said, Gwyneth, Jessica Lange, a cameo by January Jones. Um, uh, a sweater wrapped around her neck. Yeah, there's. I cannot uh, wait. Gayness, there's pop colors. There's gonna at be you. musical numbers. There's, yeah, it's it's very yeah. It's like and a it, distillation and... of Ryan Murphyness, like a very specific brand of Ryan Murphyness. And and the whole pitch of the show is that each season will be telling a different political election in this <gasps> character played by Ben Platt's life. Mm-hmm. Uh. And speaking of telling stories about Ben Platt over long periods of time, yeah, it was announced literally today. Yeah, fresh of the oven, fresh, fresh. That uh, Richard Richard Linklater uh-huh. is going to be adapting to film the the the. the I don't the, want to call it seminal, but the cult, the Sondheim musical, the infamous, the the notorious, the whatever you want to call it, musical of Stephen Sondheim, uh, Merrily We Roll Along, mm-hmm. uh, starring Ben Platt, Beanie Feldstein, and... Which Beanie... Yeah, Beanie Feldstein Beanie Feld- now, I mean, the Beanie Feldstein well, of now part of so the important. Oh, so that's why. I was wondering why... No, no, no. Because it was, it was announced later on... Blake Jenner. Blake Jenner. 
Oh, okay. Someone who's already part of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Directly from Glee. Yeah, we... If we did every Murphy. That news came cool. later. It was actually... It, uh, this morning it said it was only... It, they had only said Beanie and Ben, who are both now members of the Murphyverse, but obviously not the Gleeverse. But then literally Jorge texted me and, mm-hmm. and Colin today and was like, oh, but wait, there's more. Yeah. And Blake Jenner is actually doing like the, the, the lead third role. Lead. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a three lead musical and he's doing the third lead. I'm not overtly familiar yeah. with Marilyn. I mean, I know the... the... And oh, oh, and Richard, it's told, it's told over 20 years in reverse. And so uh, Richard Linklater, because he's Richard Linklater, and because Boy po- Boyhood didn't win Best Picture, um, he's gonna film it over twenty years. See, my concern is like, is someone gonna die? <laughs> We're all gonna die. Um, yeah, um, right. It is. It's literally gonna all of us. In reverse is gonna be like when we watch the movie, it will be climate change in reverse. Yeah, I'm into this. I I like. Okay. Um, I don't hate it. I don't hate the casting. I don't hate the mess, the, the way it's been done. I think it's pretentious as fuck. I think it's, like, someone, like, taking an already high-concept musical and, like, taking it to the next level. Saying, like, I can do this. And it's, like, white male bullshit. It also, but to me, feels I... like... What I don't like is that it feels like you're saying for 20 years nobody can ever touch this property kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's also what it's saying. But I... I don't hate the people involved. Oh, no. I... We're happy for Beanie. We're thrilled for Beanie. And and for Blake, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm well, glad good things are coming for Blake. Uh, but I, I mean, also... What if starring Renee Zellweger doesn't count? The Glee Project is going to give us the next generation. The Glee of, Project of is... The Glee Project cast is more successful than the, the Glee, Glee cast, mm-hmm. and that's tea. But I... If anything, the final product, whenever we all see it, and I'm about to turn 50, <laughs> it's going to be a very interesting... So I'm dead. <laughs> In gay years, definitely. It's going to well, be... I got married, so I, I'm <laughs> Oh, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be just a very interesting experiment in... I don't know. I'm very curious how this is all going to transpire. I don't know. I may for- just I forget, well die like, next year. I forget, like, when... They announce a movie's filming, and I'm like, oh my god, I love this cast, I love this writer, da 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 And then, like, a year later, there's a trailer, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god, I'm so excited. Like, that's gonna happen to me every year for the next 20 years. It's gonna no, be- well, because they won't <laughs> announce that part, and you'll just be like, 20 years later, you'll be like, I'll be like oh! I remember. No, I, I talked about this on a podcast. I was telling, like, this is something <laughs> will randomly be like, oh yeah, this is happening right now. It's like, and I hope by then, Beanie Felton is like, a multiple- Oscar winner. Um, she'll, she'll have she'll have it. Um, she'll have already done Merrily on Broadway. It's gonna be great. Uh so I I don't hate it. I'm I'm very curious at the very least to see how Well, sure. I here's my thing. I don't have time for curious. I don't have twenty years for curious. Curiosity killed the cat. I mean, what's the harm in making plans? <laughs> I, it's just too much of a because commitment for me. Laughs. I think that's the same. Yeah. Well, let's see how God laughs at this. Um, what if Link later doesn't even like make it? Um, Again, what if someone dies? Literally, anyone. which is very plausible. That I mean, you can I replace Blake Jenner. But I don't mean to be morbid, but like that would make it even more interesting. Project if like one of the stars died halfway. And then we're watching like an elderly somebody else like regress age. Yeah, like what? Like what do you do then? Again, like, I th- I think it's the Leonardo DiCaprio eating raw bison liver of directing. In that, like, if you 
if you were good at what you did, you wouldn't have to literally do it to do it. Like, uh, like, so in The Revenant, Le- like, Leonardo was like, oh, I, I actually ate raw bison liver. And I'm like, nobody asked you to eat raw bison liver. Time, like, think about that uncanny valley of, like, yeah, he could shoot it and have it out next year. But, like, we're going to be like, ugh, look at their old age makeup. Like, he could, don't pretend like you're not going to say that. He could do it in 10, though. Well, let's merrily roll along to the end of this episode. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe that, mo- maybe that movie will come out before we finish the Scalia rewatch. <laughs> it might Probably take us. Not. It might take us long enough. Longer than twenty years. Uh, how do we finish episodes, Jorge? You do it. You're a fan. <laughs> um. Well, I feel like we do. Six degrees, and then also I get to make the song we end on. It's true. Yes, you do. You're correct. Uh, uh, as our guest, you get to choose who you six degrees to, but then that also means the other one six degrees to you. Okay. And the way six degrees works is uh, every episode we choose a uh, Glee cast member to link with another random celebrity. Their only rules is we cannot use the Murphyverse as a connecting tissue. Uh, we do it in two minutes or less. The first minute we go in by ourselves. When there's uh, more than two of us, the second minute, the other person uh, can help out. And um, for me, you only play using television shows, as Michael knows from the six degrees <laughs> that I have sent him. He will, yeah, Garrett will literally send say, like, me. I did a really good Diana Ross one. They, no, he, yeah, yeah he did Diana solve your Diana Ross yeah. problem. So do you want to give or receive first? Ooh, I, know. Um, I will, I will give first. Who do you want to give? I will give to Michael. Okay. Oop, man, oop, man, so you will oop, give, oop. Michael will give to me and I will give to you. So for this one, like, I had a hell of a time sort of figuring out because this just doesn't feel like it's a good episode for uh-huh. stuff. Um, so I, um, but I had an epiphany as we were watching it. The Doc Marie Jones is real fucking good at screaming. <gasps> oh my god, I know where this I is going thinking, immediately. I don't know that you do. Um, so I was thinking, like, Domery Jones is really good at screaming. Who else is, like, primarily, like, their primary, like, method of acting is just shouting at things? <gasps> That's Adam Driver. One, two, um, three, go. Dot Marie Jones, I'm gonna immediately go to Lizzie McGuire, um, which gets me Hillary, which gets me Sutton. Adam Driver, I want to get to literally anybody in Girls. I have Scarlet, which gets me Avengers via Marriage Story. Avengers gives me literally everyone to ever exist. Um, fuck. So I just have to connect Hillary Duff or Sutton Foster or... Miriam, Miriam Shore gives me the Hedwig verse. John Cameron Mitchell, good verse. I, I mean, like, I have it. No, I know, but Jorge is the one to help though. me. I know, I know. Cause oh, we're in a, right. Yeah, because we're in a three-way. I think about how I was going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, oh God, we never, okay, we I, never I think of how it does. Um, okay. Adam Driver also gives you Star Wars. Oh, fuck, you're um, right. Um... Which Daisy Ridley gives us the uh, murder. I was about to say the murder on the Orient Express verse. Uh, Helena Bonham. Alex uh, Bornstein was also in Lizzie McGuire. (gasps) Yeah, the Lizzie McGuire movie. movie. Correct. So Alex Bornstein gives us... Stop him again. Uh, 
Nisi Nash. Nisi Nash. Mrs. Maisel. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan. House of Cards. You've just further confused. Yeah, I know. Me. I have no idea. No, and Kevin Spacey was Kevin Spacey was Alton, Age of Alton or whatever, right? Am you I what? making that? No. no. James Spader. Fuck, you're right. Fuck, uh, fuck, fuck. Uh, uh, and we're, uh, uh, we've uh, got uh, like 10 seconds left. I'm trying to. You distract. We have it, though. Do I really? Okay, well. Oh, shit. You can help it's, us out. In you're going to have to. You're going to have to tell us. So, you got to Miriam Shore. Yes. Sure. Miriam Shore was in The Americans. With Carrie Russell. Russell. Uh, Who's in Star Wars. Wars. I mean, like, no. Well, yes. She's in the next Star Wars, right? Burn this. Burn this. Oh, on Broadway. My rules of just using television, but... (laughs) Still fits our rules. Can you just say it cleanly so we have it? So you had... um, Dot Marie Jones Jones, to... To Hilary Duff. To Miriam Shore. To Carrie Russell. To Adam Driver. When was well, Miriam Shore in the American? She was in the final season. She was in the final season. Oh, I didn't watch the final season. I'm, I know. I, I, I missed the last two. I, like, stopped watching somewhere in season five. It's uh, true. You give to me. It's me. So, uh-huh. Jorge, uh-huh. this episode is titled Audition uh-huh. and also features a terrific ballad from a musical all about auditioning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, can you take me from Leah Michelle, uh-huh. who sang What I Did for Love, mm-hmm. to an original cast member of A Chorus Line, Kelly, Kelly Bishop? Bishop. <laughs> 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 Bitch, just be glad I didn't uh, give you Donna McKechnie. Go. Okay. Uh, well, I have it. I was going to say, it's probably actually um, pretty easy. Yeah. Leah Michelle is... In if an upcoming us- movie, same oh, time as next Christmas, <laughs> with Charles Michaels Davis, who mm. is on Younger with Sutton Foster, who starred alongside I forgot he's Kelly on Younger on Bunheads. Yes. That was quick. Slash the Amy Sherman Pasadena, Pasadena Palisades. Yeah. I w- <laughs> um, you know the way I would have gone to it I said I, that I thought right after I said it is Leah Michelle. In Spring Awakening with Jonathan Groff, who performed Anything Goes at Miscast in dedication to Sutton Foster. Yeah. Okay, I I have it. I'm really taking tangents here to get here, but that's fine. We love a reach. We love a reach. As I I said during one of our little breaks to Jorge, (laughs) like listening to this, and because I listen to podcasts at double speed because I'm a crazy person. Like how insane do I sound on double speed? I can't. Well, your the pitch of your voice is normal. You just talk faster. Um, but like listening to Six Degrees is literally an extra because I like to play along. Uh huh. Like you have to do it in a minute. It's half the time, but also listening to like the like underneath everything, like it's double the speed, so it's just like. So I was like, when I do it, it'll be twice the time I think it will be, and I won't have to listen to that music. So, I'll be okay. And, after a minute, I'll be able to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should you even need it? I hope I won't need your I mean, help. if you want me to bow out, I'll bow out. I'll okay. probably, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, one of the songs that was performed this episode was Billionaire. No. Um, one of the lines, one of the lyrics from Billionaire says that he would like to be standing next to Oprah and the Queen. 
So, your task <gasps> is to link one of the persons that sings the song, Cory Monteith. Okay. With the person mentioned in that song, Oprah. Um, Go. Okay, so Monte Carlo, I want to say, I know that's Selena Gomez. Yes. Also Katie think... Cassidy? Right? Yes! Okay, so Corey Queen. To Katie Cassidy, and I'm linking her to Oprah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So, Katie Cassidy was in any number of things. Um, weirdly, I think I'm going to go to, like, 90210 for Melrose. Yes! Or not 90210, Melrose. Melrose. Um, and that gives me... Hmm. A clear. Um, that doesn't really help. Um, fuck. Um, actually, wait. Heather Locklear... Okay, let me back up. Oprah. Color Purple. Mm-hmm. Um, her show, Any Guest Chosen. I was gonna say, yeah. Um, like, I can know. help you should you want it at any point. Oh, I'm in a minute now? Yeah. Okay, um, like, I... Was the Cast of Desperate Housewives ever on... Oprah. Were you going the Well I was gonna go I was gonna go Heather Locklear and then original Melrose plays March Across. Oh that's hilarious because I was thinking Ashley Simpson in Melrose plays Jessica Simpson, which gives you the public affair video. <laughs> like girl, this is We're on time frame, we gotta go. Um I want to say they were probably on Oprah. Are you going to fuck up your first six degrees on Mike? No. (laughs) Wait, I'll read my good ones afterwards. Um, Was the cast of Desperate Housewives on Oprah? I mean, I'm sure. Or at least the cast of Melrose Place. Like, well, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Well, time is off. I'll give it to Uh, you. I'm sure that some must have been on Oprah. Search... Desperate Housewives um, Oprah right now. Wait, what? Oprah was on Desperate Housewives? Oh my God. Oprah was on Desperate Housewives. That's not what you said. Close enough. <laughs> um, okay, well, I had... Uh, if Oprah was on Desperate Housewives, Desperate Housewives were Oh, it's Oprah. like a short... It's a digital short It's a digital or short or something that Oprah did. Um... Fine, that's good. Uh, can I just say the one that I had in my mind? Yes. Yes, please. Um... Cory Monteith was in Monte Carlo with Leighton Meester. Leighton Meester was in The Roommate with Minka Kelly. Minka Kelly was in The Butler with <gasps> Oprah. Oh. Minka Kelly was in The Butler? She played Jackie O, bitch. Oh, yeah, that's <gasps> Minka Kelly played Jackie O? Yeah. What that's the With two fuck. James Marsden and JFK. That's true. That's true. They, she did. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. because... Now all I can think of is like... I would I would have used like uh, Wrinkle in Time and done like oh, like a Reese yeah. or a, if I had thought of that I or a, yeah or a Mindy. Well, okay. To make up for myself, mm-hmm. I would like to do a dramatic reading. Okay, please. Uh, of my, we love a gay dramatic reading on the pod. My three sixties that I've sent you. Yeah. Okay. Leonardo please. DiCaprio to Matthew Morrison. Leonardo DiCaprio was in Growing Pains with Alan Thicke, who was in How I Met Your Mother with Josh Radner, who was in Grey's Anatomy with Matthew Morrison. You guys always gloss over Matthew Morrison was in Grey's Anatomy, but he played Joe's abusive husband recent seasons. I've seen every episode. <laughs> Wait, who's Joe? And Joe's what Kimball recent Ludington. seasons? 
Uh, Who is that? She is a doctor on Grey's Anatomy. So I finally <laughs> She's quit. Married to Alex. I finally She's quit. Married to like, Alex. What? Alex? Alex got married. Yeah, he did. He found a love after Izzy like dermatology fucked a ghost. Oh well, I was there for that. I was there for that. So uh, so, so there's that. My second one that I did was Diana Ross to K Chen. Which needs a redemption. Um, Diana Ross was in Double Platinum with Brandy. Mm. Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. These are iconic connections. With Bernadette. Yes. Yes. Iconic connections. With Cush Jumbo. Boom, 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 boom. Who was in The Good Wife with K. Chen. Because I could have done a whole bunch of things, but I felt like, give the Kush some love. Yeah. We love the Kush. Um, And then the last one that I sent you, I think, was just like the other day. Jane Lynch to Beanie Feldstein. Mm -hmm. Which is Jane Lynch was in Maisel with Will Brill. Also of Oklahoma, who was in the OA. Yes. With Vincent Carthizer, who was on Mad Men. Yes. With Mark Moses, mm-hmm. who was on Man Seeking Woman with Vanessa Bayer, who was in What We Do in Shadows with Beanie Feldstein. These are iconic connections. Yeah. So, also, this Beanie has been a, a surprise Shadows. bonus feature of actually, actually. <laughs> character. <laughs> of like actually. <laughs> um, those are all television connections. So that's our season two premiere. Wow. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. We hope you enjoyed the tea because it was honestly probably more interesting than the actual episode of Glade. We, we are. You should come at least call in at the end of the season and tell us everything. The all the actuallys. oh, he's gonna end up in my DMs every no, week but like anyway. you should come. I'll, like I'll we'll give you know when Raven appears in yeah. like in fashion tutor boot or whatever um, <laughs> fashion photo review it'll just be like Garrett's thought <laughs> yeah you actually should, uh, actually you should send us voicemails like mid season and end of the season sure. all the actually we it. got wrong I love it um, thank you so much for coming this was delightful. yeah oh my god uh, absolute delight good cold pizza waiting for me at home my husband picks them up for me oh incredible just a reminder that I'm married just I was gonna wow, say rub yeah. it in our fucking faces that we're stuck talking about the show every yeah. week and we're not married <laughs> cool but, but we are young um if people want to find you where can they find yes. you yeah i am on uh twitter at xoxogg yes that is a gossip girl reference thank god the show's coming back to hbo max because i am still relevant thank we you love it. thank you naya for getting you that yeah. thank you for that... pushing me uh to join twitter it's this is all full circle i'm on instagram at gd greer um didn't get it there though hmm. Uh, hmm. no didn't didn't try to fair. um fair so uh yeah you know as for us, you can find the podcast uh, on Twitter at GleeWinePod. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Play, and on Stitcher. Um, please, we haven't gotten a review in a while, so wow. please come, come on, in. guys. Um, tell us. Give us a five star. Uh, tell us what you love about it. Just a one sentence. You know, we don't ask for much. Uh, but no, reviews do actually have visibility in, in, in Apple Podcasts. Stars, <gasps> oh my god! Wow. But like, leave a review with the five stars, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, because like, it makes a difference if you in, say words. It does. No, because it pushes up in the charts. So please, uh, yeah, leave that. Uh, we are still uh, receiving uh, comments from people, uh, both on our Twitter and our email. Yeah, we're... Coll- <gasps> Wait, did we get emails? We didn't get any Oh, yet, I was about to say... I was gonna say because I checked, we didn't, no, yeah. didn't get emails. Uh, but we, have... we we are still open for uh, any feedback, any comments you may have, both on our Twitter and our email at gleewinepodcast at gmail. 
Just yeah, basically, send them we over. just want to we want to re- reiterate and voice your opinions so that uh, you know opinions besides our own and our yeah. select guests. Yeah, or are anything heard. you want to say, like you know, just and basically as soon as we name the segment, we'll yeah, start engage it. with us. <laughs> uh, please, we want attention. I just wrote a review. Oh, <gasps> thank thank you. you. Oh my god. Uh, and you can find me personally on Twitter at Colomy Jorge. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at as underscore seen on TV. Uh, special thanks, as always, to my beloved Aaron Rodriguez for his artwork on the pod. He can be found on Instagram at tall pale Aaron. And uh, I think that leaves it to Garrett to take us out on yes, a song. Yes, I just want to Oh, Jorge has something to say. Well, I just want to say... Uh, Wow, it sounded like I'm about to say something really serious. Um, it did. I was like, oh um, my god. <laughs> um, next coming out of straight. <laughs> Ew, no. Uh, <laughs> next week we'll be discussing uh, season two, episode two, uh, Britney. 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 Uh, we will also have a special guest for I that. Was to say it, it, we 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 paid proper respect to Madonna with a proper Madonna stand, and I think Britney deserves. We've, we've equal equally treatment. pulled. Is there a Michael Jackson the show? Who? Yep, it was called. What do you do when that happens? Um, we will cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> um, it's cute. You think we're gonna keep recording that long? <laughs> uh, Just yeah, kidding. So, panicking viewers, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so, like we, I mean, like we mentioned, season two has a lot of very special episodes in the first half. And so, so that, have the the good part of that is that we're hopefully having very special guests. Very special guests. So, Four long episodes, you guys. <laughs> uh, so be on the lookout for Britney Britney next week. Uh, and yeah, that's up. Uh, Garrett is now up to you to take us with an outro. As always, our outro is something that Glee should have done, but they never got the chance or would have done if they had continue or something that fits the theme of the episode. Uh, or all of the above. Or all of the above. Yeah, I'm not gonna do the theme of the episode. Perfect. Um, well, I mean, because I, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, really. About, like, what sort of like messy choices the show would have made if it if it had. Uh huh. And I was like, La La Land. <gasps> like, theme episodes where they'd be all La La Land episode uh-huh. or like oh. all Dear Evan Hansen. And then I was. Just oh, like, they no, would I... do Dear Evan Hansen, unfortunately. It. Um, it's motivation by Normani. <gasps> Oh, wow, 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 wow. but wow, what a, uh, he could have made so many bad choices, and he made the best choice. The, the best, best choice. choice. Do you want to give us, like, a quick scenario of what would it be? Oh, it would it? 100% have been, like, completely and totally the wrong person singing this song. It would have been Rachel Berry singing Motivation. <laughs> like, you know, it would not it have been Mercedes or Santana. or Santana. It would have been Rachel oh. or God. You know what? Quinn. Like, it would have been something... It would have been Artie. It would have been Melissa Benoist. (laughs) (laughs) No, they would have given it to the other one, who's who's friends with Rachel still. God, we love going out. Becca Tobin. We love Becca Tobin. It would have been Becca Tobin, who I never saw on screen. Uh, So we are going to leave you guys with Becca Tobin's rendition of Normani's motivation. Oh, a song. Uh, a moment of video. Thank you, Gary, for coming. This was Yeah, thank you so much. Um, utter delight. We will, oh, I'm glad. We will be having you back. Um, yes. And have me back for an episode I've never seen. Oh, no, it'll be delightful oh, to be even be great. more perfect. Be great. Uh, and talk to you guys next week. Uh, oh, my God. Bye. I'm a breaking up. Let me be a motivation to stay in.